Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. I'm the Dude79, and joining me always, my esteemed colleague, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone, mm-hmm. good evening, sir. Hola. How you doing today? Sleepy boy. You are you are a tired boy. Yeah, I think we both are. I am. Uh, I'm exhausted. I am very, very tired. I'm feeling kind of meh. Yes. A little funky today. Uh, you know, as as always, just this this section down here is a hot mess. Uh, but you know, and I'm not going to blame it because I, w- I was feeling like this yesterday, last night. But this morning, dude, I went to McDonald's and I got my bagel. Oh, I forgot you fucking put all that on top of my breakfast bagel, dude. Steak bagels bag. Got that steak bagel and threw that hash brown on there with it, oh, yeah. and it is choice. It yeah. is. I was really, really good. That's a regular. It is a regular day, J- uh, Crash. That's that's the that's the thing. That's my secret, Cap. I'm always shitting my pants. You're shitting your pants. Big mistake, dude. No, I mean, it was, you know, look, man, it's like the same with, like, spicy foods. It gives me the worst heartburn imaginable where I'm, like, downing baking soda nonstop, but I can't help it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so good. It's so tasty, and it's just got to have spicy foods, but that will Agreed. fucking destroy me. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm pretty good on that now. Like, I've, I've built up a wall, the amount of spice that I put in my food 90% of the time, so totally get it but taco bell breakfast burrito is good but the, the breakfast crunch wrap breakfast is the, crunch wrap that's the premier item on that menu that is the best breakfast item in fast food right it is now. he's not wrong that's the thing that's that's one thing I've, I've made a point to say many times is like not only is it the best thing on their menu it's the best thing on any on any menu for breakfast the crunch wrap is incredible mm-hmm. <coughs> consistent, consistent excuse me uh but yeah man we're, we're a little tired we've had a, a busy week uh we're obviously gonna talk about god of war ragnarok which is out now yep uh, we'll have some things to say about that. We're going to jump into that a little bit. Spoiler free, just early impressions. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just, it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just tired. I think it's got a lot to do. I mean, we're still time dealing with the time change. change. I even said that earlier to him, like, oh, time change this week. So fucking me up. And that was a week prior yeah. and it's still fucking me up. I mean that and the temperatures up and down around here in the Midwest and mm. the, the fucking allergies that come with it. It fucks my sleep and my Dude, equilibrium Dude, it was 78 degrees today. It's going to yeah. be 40 on Saturday. Yeah, what the fuck is that shit? That's Mother Nature just gone. It makes zero sense. It's, it's completely obnoxious is what it is. But she just likes to fuck with us here, man. That's all she does. Man. Absol- she likes absolutely likes to fuck with us. But, hey, you know, some of us did take some time off yesterday to recoup a little bit and then decided to just eat like shit. Yeah, that was that was really just a dumb decision. The no, Burger it was, King it was a great decision. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I've had some trick. I think it's. I think it's just something in Saginaw, man. It's something that's going on in Saginaw because that's that's where I'm at right now, bro. I'm. Right. I was a hot mess today, struggling, mm-hmm. struggling mightily. And I didn't say it right after, but I do want to once again want to thank, as always, Ant House for allowing us to use his music as we wait to start the show, and of course now also Square Kid for letting us use his music to bring in our little intro as well too so go check those guys out if you're on anything especially instagram both square kid and ant house ant house has got his stuff all over out there i'm trying to get square kid to get out more outside of youtube and instagram so hopefully someday he'll get himself on spotify as well too but we do appreciate those kind of supports along with everybody being able to show up and supporting too yeah that's that's awesome being able to have that kind of music to kind of get kind of people get ready get hyped for the show and the intro, and then the closing, and it's just good mm-hmm. music by good people, and that's why we appreciate them mm-hmm. helping us out and giving us some qu- content to kind of mm-hmm. get everybody in the mood. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, but Tom, what else you been up to, man? Well, uh, I did make uh, work made the full announcement on Tuesday that I'm tomorrow's my last day currently there oh, with them, man. and then so I also had so that announcement came on Tuesday, and a lot of people reached out to me, and I appreciate. I know some of y'all, you know, do 
Peru's here. We'll check this later. Thank you for the kind words. Also, um, I made the announcement today on Facebook this evening, and my phone's just blown up since. And as always, I appreciate always that support for that. I'm very excited to start Monday. I'm also very sad tomorrow to be my last day. So that's yeah, really man, about really, it. You really like the folks over there, man. You really, yeah, I always I've spoke enjoyed. highly of them. And, yeah. and it, I mean, it was when I, I could tell you were happy after your last job when you started working there, and you were just like, man, I just love the team that I'm with. I like mm-hmm. the people I'm with. They're just. Mm-hmm genuinely good people and yeah that's hard to walk away from one of those types of jobs for something else but you got to do what's right for you at the end of the day and you know that's just part of the the whole moving up and moving around the business world i mean honestly i think even uh masturbating caged animals for artificial insemination would have been better than working in retail but yeah yeah i mean rewarding work is what i look for it's it's about the reactions from the animals i get it man Mm -hmm. uh tony's new job is ceo of twitter (laughs) i'm not that big a piece of shit bro come on that thing, that Elon. Do you, have, have you ever Good stopped job, and bro. looked in for me? And this probably isn't very nice, and I don't care because he's a, he's been a piece of shit all the last two weeks. But um, I don't know if you guys remember the original X Men movie when Senator Kelly turns into that weird like yeah. fish hybrid thing. Yeah, I feel like Elon Musk is like a couple steps away from turning <laughs> into that. I don't know, maybe it's just me. He just looks like like high like sweaty or overhydrated. I don't know what's going on with him, but um, uh, yeah, fucking weird. Yeah, the weird. world's wealthiest, and uh, you know I'm going to use smartest very loosely with this one. Uh, just fumbling his way through Twitter, fumbling his way through everything. I mean, he's just an unmitigated disaster. But I mean, hey, when you got you know money from mommy and daddy, and you can do whatever you want with it, you're allowed to just be a fucking goon mm-hmm. and just say, oh, this is. And after a while, he'll just be like, I'm bored with this. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to something else. And it's just like, cool, man, that's awesome. But you know what's cool, Tone, <coughs> is beer. I like beer. I'm a big fan of beer. I'm a big fan. So last week's show, we uh, we we went out to um, my wife and I went out to the Maple Grill, and we had had dinner there, and I brought home a growler of the caramel apple ale, which was fucking incredible, fucking incredible, fucking incredible. Uh, but that later that night after we had dinner, uh, Freezy, who uh, I another person whose opinion I trust when it comes to food and drink, absolutely, he was like, "Hey, you should try the maple oatmeal stout." Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if Freezy says try the maple oatmeal stout, you try the maple oatmeal, try stout. The oatmeal stout. So I went out there today, and I got uh, I filled up the uh, one growler we had for caramel apple ale, so that's upstairs. Um, I'm probably already halfway through that because it's that good. And I got us a maple oatmeal stout. Mm. 7.0, a little bit more kick than the caramel apple ale, but in a good way. And, uh, Tone, let's uh, – let's, I mean, obviously, we're not, it's not my first drink, but, you know, let's go. Let's get into it. Big drink, little drink, big drink. It's good. A little bit more bite. A lot of flavor. Yeah. Um. Mm. It's 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 definitely got more bite and flavor than the than the yeah, pigeon hole more, cream pie. Yep, it's definitely a little more hoppy. It's not as light. Definitely in color too. Mm-hmm. Um. This definitely has more of that. Um, that that stouty, it's like a little bit of a, a little bit of roastiness in there. Mm-hmm. I don't fully get a lot of like, because a lot of traditional stouts that are oatmeal don't. Mm-hmm. It's, the oatmeal cream pie is kind of an anomaly. I feel like sure. it's probably I don't know if it's got lactose in it, but it may, and it's lighter. Mm-hmm. Whereas traditionally, oatmeal stouts are more like this. So mm-hmm. this is more <laughs> reminiscent to me of something like the the poet or. Um, even like, uh, you know, not necessarily the CEO stout because of that, but it's more in veins of like that, but 
it's good. It's delicious. It's very balanced. I mean, I do. I don't like the IPA hoppy bites, but I like the 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 like the more the hoppy bite that the the stouts will give you, which is mm-hmm. just like a little a little nibble of the in the ale. So it's I good. think it's I think it's pretty it's good. very good. Yeah, it's, it's very, very good. good. Um, it's very good. Now, would I say it's better than the caramel apple ale? Definitely not better than the caramel apple <sighs> ale. I'm sorry that that thing is dangerous. It's insanely fucking good. Dangerous. Like matter of fact, if we ever get a chance to do a B and B something, mm-hmm. we should probably get multiple growlers of that. That well, honestly, I think for episode 100, that's exactly what I was thinking. Not only getting a couple growlers, but do some flights. Shit. Each person that's here, uh, we're, we're still working on the details on that, but that'd be cool to have like a flight of like different beers. Mm-hmm. Real Madzell, thank you so much. Appreciate that. But like, get some like different uh, growlers from there, and then do some flights and just and just get loaded mm-hmm. off their off their good stuff. Because, dude, I went there again today and I looked at their board, and there was some fucking amazing looking stuff on that board. Yeah, so I, be, I was talking to Halfass, and I said, "Hey, um, we need to do like." We've been wanting to do some like mid Michigan brewery stuff as well too. We really haven't done that. We just we travel other places, but um, Maple Grill has become on that list uh, for sure to go out and do some content, and um, we're gonna have to because I mean <coughs> clearly the food alone, right? Oh but, yeah, food's um, amazing. Yeah, I, I think I think doing some Maple Grill flights is a great. I think that be I, honestly. I think that's our that's what I'm gonna do for for the hundredth episode is get a I'm gonna get a couple of flight trays mm. and get a couple of the glasses. Mm-hmm. Have each person get their own, and then I'll get a couple of growlers and stuff. And then mm-hmm. we'll have like maybe I'll get like five or six growlers. Mm-hmm. Have a bunch of Kim nines, and people will be like, I want to try that one. I'll come over and just pour it. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, that's a great idea. And it you could probably idea. get the boards, the like flight boards, for relatively inexpensive on Amazon or something like that. Um, oh yeah, you guys aren't getting high quality shit. No, oh, but I was you guys say, might even get just muffin you can trays. Get, you can get eight ounce. <laughs> it's funny. I actually, it's funny you say that because Paddlehard up in uh, um, is that what they use? Muffin they, trays. They use yeah, and and they actually so they use the muffin trays, mm-hmm. and they find they got glasses that are not like a full eight ounce or just whatever, but like you know, kid cups, maybe eight ounce, <laughs> well, yeah, something like that. But you can get glasses for like cheap at like Dollar General, oh, yeah. or Dollar oh, yeah. Dollar Tree or something. That's like that. That's what we're gonna so, do. No, we're gonna do that. We're gonna we're going to get yeah, we're gonna get some flights and we're gonna we're gonna get some growlers. And just right. do, do a maple. Grill, Maple Grill, thing. Beer Fest, maybe get some chow from maybe there. Maybe we should have a conversation with the owner. Uh, I know he's a, he's a good guy and he's fucking awesome at what he does. And I could be like, hey, dude, we have like you know what do we got tonight? Twelve beers. We're all like to eat food and re- eat and drink, and they're all from there around the area. So I mean, no, he's he's a good guy. Like I said, it's just it's an amazing place. Um, one again there today. Uh, the lunch wasn't too busy. I actually almost sat down. I was almost going to sit down and be like, you know what, shit, no one's here right now. Not, it's not too busy. Maybe I should get something to eat right now because the board was still pretty full. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get it. But I had to get back home. Uh, but, no, this is good. This I, I think this is really, really good. Uh, but for me, the caramel apple oil is still. Yeah, me too. I and mean, I, it's just one of two. We've only had two from there. So, I mean, right. we still got to go down the rest of them. But the caramel apple oil has set the bar mm-hmm. very, very high. This is definitely just more in line with more traditional oatmeal stouts. And to be honest and with that's you, fine. I'm typically not a very big stout person. Right. I'm not typically always going, hey, can I get a stout? Yeah, usually it's a White Claw or maybe a PBR. <laughs> but, no, I like my lighter, crispier yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, like, you know, when I get something like the, the, the caramel apple oil, I'm just like, oh, this is fun. It's playful. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Stouts, are, I usually take people over saying, no, if you're a fan of stouts, you'll probably fucking love this. Mm-hmm. You'll probably be like, man, this is amazing. You yeah. guys are idiots. You don't appreciate it. That's just because I am not normally a stout guy. But I want to try because Freezy did, mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And this is out of the stouts that I have had. Probably one of the better ones that I've had. I'm just That's like, okay, this stout. is actually got good flavor. So mm-hmm. it's just something I need to like get acclimated to and get more used to, get yeah. familiar with. But man, they're uh, that caramel apple oil. 
That's that's a whole other ball game. I, I just I haven't had a Next beer. Level. There's some great places in the area that do that, that do some great local brewing. That one I feel like has definitely put us on our. Oh, I mean that's true. That I mean, and again, it was so easy just to go drive over there, pick up two growlers, and come back. Home. I mean, it's so. It's like so, seriously, fifteen. It's minutes. almost like drinking a cider. It really is, and, and and like it's fucking good. Honestly, yeah, I could totally, totally chug the shit out of it. It's really, really, really tasty. So speaking oh. of beer as well, too. Oh. Um, I know Real Madzilla popped in there for a moment, but um, if I'm pretty sure, I think I know who that is. But if it is or isn't, well, maybe you can be, but. Uh, last Saturday, I hung out over at uh, Michigan Brew Supply there oh. in Midland, Ooh. and um, they were doing, you know, a National Brew Day. I think it's one of those kind of events, and they were brewing some stuff outside. So I was hanging out with him and uh, his cousin Justin, and we were chatting. It is a me. It's ah, a me. There he is. Yes. Um, which was a really great time. Uh, they had a taco food truck out there Seen as well that. too. That was proper taco. Holy shit! Find him on Facebook. Listen, there's one thing about tacos I will say. I still enjoy tacos with like the ground beef or the ground mm-hmm. turkey, whatever you use. It's great, you know, pulled chicken, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, for me though, the bar has been up for when it comes to tacos. Artisan style tacos to me is where it at. What's an artisan style taco? It's just it, it's not what you would expect. Like you expect a taco to be like ground beef, cheese, tomato, and lettuce, and maybe some sour cream and salsa. Boom, mm-hmm. that's pretty standard taco. Yeah. At least if you make them at home or whatever, even go to Taco Bell. Artisan to me is like crafting, like. A shrimp taco, or oh, a yeah, chickpea yeah. taco, or a carnita, or a beer. Um, is a beer? Is a beer of tacos where they fry it? Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, things like that. Those, you have like a dip. Oh yeah, yeah, those sort of things. To me, that that's 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 a whole other market. And when I went up to Petoskey in those areas up north a couple months ago, I got to experience some really really unique artisan tacos. And mm. what they're doing with proper taco in Midland is the same sort of shit. And it was absolutely. They delicious. had shrimp tacos there. I don't. I don't think she had shrimp tacos, oh. but they had they had vegan options as well too. And uh, she was very passionate about that. And I'm very big on that currently as people that are not only you know at least giving vegan as an option, but also passionate about that. She was very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I had this corn salsa on one of the ones I had. Oh god. That yeah on the uh, the chickpea uh, taco I had, and it was fucking amazing. So really, yeah, it was pretty gnarly. So. Um, but point is, though, is this is an event that uh, uh, Michigan Brew Supply did. It was really awesome. They had they were packed wall to wall for like two hours. Damn. It was only a small three or four hour event. You know, people in there driving over an hour, hour and a half to come there to buy beer supplies, things in that nature to have conversation, to hang out like really, really cool event. And uh, what was cool about it at the end is there was uh, uh, one of the local Midland paper people stopped by and um, took some quotes and everything like that. And I got quoted them in the news. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm still not convinced that it wasn't for a live journal um, page or something like that. But uh, we actually did see it on Facebook the next day, so that was pretty cool. But um, that's sweet. to kind of coincide again with the local brewing stuff and the things. And I know he knows some of the people involved, you know, with like Maple Grill and stuff like that as well too. So it's just really exciting because the one thing I did say, and I'll I'll uh, move on here, is that um, you know craft brewing has become such an art form and such a thing now that. People are either trying to do it or homebrew or whatever it is, but it's now something that people can just kind of like, you know, be a com- camaraderie about. You know, people like enjoying talking about beer and different flavors and exploring and things mm-hmm. like that. It's be- kind of become its own unique beast, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of neat to see how 10 or 11, 12 years ago when I first got introduced to it because of Madzilla, um, how it's just what it is now. Right. It's really pretty neat, and, you know, you're, you're gone from, you know, drinking 30-30s to... 
hey, mm-hmm. I'm trying this new beer at a local restaurant, and right. let's go buy a growler. Did you see uh, the Riverside restaurant over out in Freeland? Uh, they're adding a brewery next to it. Yeah, um, there. I've never had food there. I've heard the food's good. It's actually know? really good. Okay, yeah. It's so really it's pretty good. crazy that they're expanding too. But that's that's the point. Like now, look at that. Like everybody's like, we got to have a brewer, a yeah. brew house, or brewery. And that just and creates so many more options around the area. And that's always something I felt like this area has kind of been lacking on, are like microbreweries and stuff like that. I mean, obviously we have Oracle. Frankie I mean, we got a lot of great City, places, yeah. but to get more variety and more mm-hmm. stuff out there, that's fucking sweet. Yep, yep. Uh, Noob says, beer tacos are amazing, just really messy. They are. They can be very messy, but I love, they. you get like this sauce yeah, that you man. dip it in. That's whole other. Ne- that's, that's what a, I got from TNT when we had it at work uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I had the beer tacos and oh my that's god, a ne- that's a ne- that's so a that's such a good. next level of like taco. And I seriously want all fat, dude. After I ate the tacos, there was yeah. still sauce left. I was just oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I, I go mean, it's so good. I go crazy for shrimp tacos. That's like shrimp tacos. That's, that dude, that's my favorite thing yeah. right now. Shrimp tacos, like if you can get a good shrimp taco yeah. with some like, lime sauce and cilantro. Yes. And, and just and get that basic stuff mm. on there, and if you cook the shrimp just right with like some, some like uh, paprika on it and mm. some other stuff, it can be fucking choice. Mm-hmm. I found a recipe really on uh, Facebook, one of those reels, like a a, a coconut shrimp, like fried coconut shrimp <gasps> taco or Man. something like that. I saved, so yeah. Wow. I want to get into a. Um, my goal is in the next. One of my goals in the new year is to kind of start getting more into a little bit cooking, but like do it more like specialized things like that, you know. So. Yeah, you need to get into it, dude, because it's just so fun, man. That's why, I, like, I just that's why I just love cooking. I mm-hmm. love cooking food. Fine. Like I said, food TikTok is heaven for finding that sure. shit. Uh, there's so many different things I, I come across, and I'm just like, you know, I've gotta make that, gotta make that. Right. And anytime I see tacos, a taco video, I'm like, stop this. I gotta mm-hmm. watch this, see what I can learn from it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, again, uh, shout out. Make sure you guys and girls, if you're in the Saginaw Tri City area, Bay City, Midland, wherever, hit up the Maple Grill. Michael Brewery and Restaurant. It is really fucking good, you guys. It is really good. If you go to their website or if you follow them on Facebook, they'll actually have every day the pictures of the menus right up on the board uh, as well as whatever beers they have on tap. It is really, really good. I recommend going earlier in the day if you can because they'll have all their inventory there throughout the day as they're serving food because it's 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 farm to table. And so as food runs out, they'll wipe it right off the menu. Like that's You can't get it anymore. So – Definitely, definitely go out there and try it. Uh, the food is great. The beers are tasty. Uh, yeah, we're going to be – I'm going to be going out there often to continue to pick these up because it's just – I want to go through the whole fucking menu of beers and see what else they got. I mean, so far, two for two, uh, both good beers. I want to see what else. They, they had a, a peanut butter stout. They had a couple other things on there. It was just – it looked absurd, dude. If they did a caramel apple like that, I kind of – now I got to know about that peanut butter. I know. I know. I'm telling you, next time I'll take a picture of it and send it to you and be like, hey, man, what, what should we get for tonight? <laughs> It'll just be you shirtless in front of the board. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, I, I, I don't want to drive off his customers, though. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Kind of hot. Uh, what else we got, Tone? Um, no show, no show tomorrow night. We're actually going to be going to see Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. We're going with Koi's Comics. We're going to go check it out at 8 o'clock. So really excited to go see that. So there won't be a stream tomorrow night. And then on Monday... Uh, we actually were really lucky. We got a code for Somerville, which drops on Xbox Game Pass and PC next week. Uh, we were able to get a code from the publisher, so I'm going to play through that this weekend and have a video review going up on Monday evening uh, around 7 p.m. That's when the embargo lifts. That's when you can check out our video review. Awesome. Really excited to play the game, man. They they showed that during one of their uh, Xbox showcases, like during the indie segment. It looks awesome. It looks really fucking good, so yeah. I'm really excited to play this yeah. game. 
and uh, we were fortunate enough to get a code. So thank um, you for that code. Appreciate that, and uh, yeah, our review will be up on Monday night. Tone, yes, not a whole lot of topics tonight. That's fine. Show might Let's be on a shorter out. side, but that's okay. That's okay. It's Thursday night. You know, everyone's kind of like, hey, man, it's the end of the week. Get fuck. We don't want to watch you guys right. all. You know, Wednesday is usually better. But let's get to the first topic, Tone. Yesterday, God of War Ragnarok dropped on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. You and I are very, very big fans of 2018's God of War. Uh, a lot of expectations for this game uh, up coming up to launch have been delayed a couple times. Weren't too sure when it was going to come out. Uh, you know, and it's got a new director. It's not uh, Corey Barlog. He was the creative director, but it's got a new director. So, you know, high expectations from the first game, new director, a couple delays. You know, there's always that, man, I wonder if it's going to be as good. Is it going to be as good? It's so difficult for a game to come right, right. out when it's a when it's when the first one, 2018, not the first one, but the reboot was at like a 94, 95 on Metacritic. Yeah, it was a universally acclaimed game, game of the year uh, contender in, in many of those uh, 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 award ceremonies or whatever. Um, so, I mean, this comes out, expectations are high, and the reviews dropped a week. Like the Thursday after our last show, the reviews dropped. And, I mean, when Sony does that, when they're like, yeah, you can review our game a week before launch, because typically – you don't see reviews until a day or two before a game launches. Big dick energy. Yeah, but when Sony's like, "Yeah, man, go ahead and review it like clip. a week earlier," they're pretty confident in what they're putting out. And so the reviews dropped, and I was I was actually kind of surprised. We were in our chat with you and Prime, and I was just like, "I'm gonna say Metacritic. I'm gonna set the over under at like 88. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's probably gonna be kind of samey, but good writing, good combat, and all this stuff. You know." Not a huge evolution of the, the previous title, but still really high quality all around. And so I was like, 88, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say it's going to come close to like 87. And boom, the reviews drop, and it's already at like a 94 on Metacritic. It's like, okay, so, so first of all, I'm terrible at fucking gambling. <laughs> I am awful at it, but it reviewed incredibly well. I mean, universal acclaim, again, for God of War, uh, Ragnarok. And Tone, uh, you know... We jumped into it yesterday, man, and we spent a good chunk of time on it, four to five hours each, you know, just really kind of getting into it and exploring the game. And, fuck, you spent about an hour of that time in the menus. Uh, shout out to the accessibility features. Uh. <laughs> 2022, Santa Monica is doing it right. Every fucking developer needs to get on board with that shit. Let us, no matter if it's console or PC, control the UI, control all those things. I take the – I do – I take that seriously. It's a 10, 15-minute thing mm-hmm. legitimately before I start any game. If it's if I've got that options, I dive into subtitle sizes, colors. I do yeah. all of it. I'm but, I mean, very, it's very like particular. like that stuff I'm used to seeing. Like, this, like not used to it, but the, you've seen it more recently. But, man, the, the customization to the actual controls and it's the buttons and, nuts. like, mechanics in the game. Everything. Woo! Everything. Man. And that's typically things you see for PC and, and now, you know, there's companies that are really kind of getting on that for the Because you sent a message. You're like, hey, man, did you turn on the auto pickup feature? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, right. And you're like, oh, man, if you run by items on the ground, it'll automatically pick it up. And I was like, what? Well, then, too, the, the treasure chest says if you forget shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no. I Listen, at the end of the here here's the thing. At the end of the day, first of all, I want to point out the fact that I – Originally, I, it was my idea, and you piggybacked off it too. I don't. Maybe it maybe it wasn't that. I don't remember how it played out. All I know is that whatever came up is that the both of us were like, we're taking a half day for this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and then it became like, what are we doing for lunch? <laughs> so like all day yesterday, like I was pretty sure I was gonna get like 
Wendy's or Burger King or something. I haven't I don't eat a, I haven't been eating a lot of fast food. So I'm like, I'm treating myself, right? For this game. I even left the house. I didn't order it for Grubhub. I'm like, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave go the house. Look at the sun. Right, right. I had a realization uh, yesterday that I've never in my time working the job that I do now, I have never once myself Grubhub food to lunch. Oh, I usually wow. just make lunch. I usually do. I just make make lunch, whatever sure. it is. But yesterday was a special occasion. I'm gonna go out and get some fucking lunch, right? I had the half day or whatever, and I decided I'm Burger King because I'm a Burger King super fan. I spent the most money I've ever spent on one. One one stop there for myself at Burger King. Now, granted, everything's expensive these days, anyways. But I did get I did spend twenty dollars at Burger King yesterday. Um, I got a um, I got a double Whopper meal, which I never get double Whoppers. I usually get like two Whoppers, maybe a double Whopper, but or, uh, and a fry. I got a double Whopper meal. I got large size with a Dr Pepper, a Rodeo burger, and jalapeno bites. Now, I usually don't eat um breakfasts. I don't. I usually don't eat till either eleven a.m. Or one o'clock these days. It's kind of my rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and goddamn, I tell you what, I got home and it was like Scarf City as fast as I felt like I could. <laughs> I thought you were gonna graze on it all day. Well, I grazed on <laughs> some of it, but after not eating all morning, I ate most of mine in the car. I had so. ate for over fourteen hours or something, so damn. I was fucking starving. Doing that hungry shit. Yeah, yeah. They, so I I drove into that fucking burger and had a few of those. Yeah, I definitely had the rodeo burger was for the ride home. Uh, as we all know, you gotta have a little snacky snack on the ride. <laughs> you gotta have a snack. You gotta have a snack. And I was just so concerned about my hands on the controllers, yep. and then I saw the, the the options and the settings. I'm like, eat, wash hands, get back to it, and then I did, and then I dove in, and then it continued with the day and. Uh, I mean, Tone. I want to get your initial impressions. I mean, we we like I said, you're. Um, I think I'm just I'm slightly ahead of you a little bit in the story. Um, because again, you spent an hour in the fucking settings. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, initial impressions, man. I mean, obviously, uh, you still have got a war fresh in your mind. I know you, that was like an, an, a, a fucking amazing game to you. You really enjoyed it. Like you loved everything about it. Yeah. You were really excited about this. You know, early on, I don't want to sit there and ask you, yeah, has it surpassed the previous one or anything like that? But in terms of, like, getting back into God of War, uh, the gameplay, the, the the visuals, the storytelling, the performances, how are you feeling early on with everything I you've just, seen so far? I feel like I'm going through 2018 again, mm. you know? And, yes, RV, I'm definitely usually starving. <laughs> um, but for you, I, I always talk about how I came late to the series. I didn't play God of War 2, 1 and 2 until you know, midway through the PS3 cycle. Sure. Um, so pretty late. And that was because I was just, I was on Xbox a lot more because of Halo. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was mostly because of Halo. Yep. And um, during the 360 era, I didn't play a lot of PS3, but there were some games that would stick out. And I'm like, finally, I was like, they had the remaster of the one and two come out. And I didn't even play that right away, but I did eventually just finally get to it. And I was instantly fucking hooked. Instantly fucking hooked. The fact that the first game is li- literally... A fuck. It's like a. It's literally like the Hellraiser puzzle box. You're in a fucking puzzle. The entire thing <laughs> is a puzzle. Hour one or hour two can affect fucking hour twelve. Right. And that's that's still wild to me. It's one of the first. Like one of the. I mean, that still wasn't a thing in a lot of games where like you could have an impact on. It's next fucking level, yeah. right? And I was I was just hooked instantly because as somebody who grew up as an angry kid for whatever reason, to have you're um, always starving. Apparently, you're hangry. I'm always hangry. Um, and I don't look like I'm hangry, but I am. Uh, <laughs> but instantly, because Kratos is just an angry character, I gravitated instantly. I'm like, holy shit. Now I'm playing it, and I'm like, now I get it. And then you play the second one, and like from one to two, like graphically even on the PS2, it's like night and day. And right. of course, I'm playing on the PS3. I'm like, fuck, this is great. 
Three was fucking like I got food poisoning, got sick one night, and then you play three, and then the beginning of it, it's like still to this day one of the best like the, intros ever. Probably yeah, one of the top two or three best intros the to any video of game yeah. of all time. Yeah. Um. So like going into when 2018 is doing its thing, and either they're changing their controls, we got better graphics, mm-hmm. we're not really fully changing their control. I guess they are. You can play classic, but point is, long story short, as I'm trying to get at is that. 2018 set a precedence for a lot of different things in a lot of different ways, and it's hard as a game to reinvent yourself properly mm-hmm. and do it so well that people are like, "Holy shit!" It's like it's like reinventing yourself completely, and everybody being fully on board and wanting more. And they did that. And ever since I finished that fucking game, yeah. even though I don't 100 percent and platinum shit and did all the Valkyries, ever since I beat that fucking game, I was completely 100 percent invested in. The, the character that Kratos had turned into uh, and and where the story was going. Mm-hmm. And I have been waiting, like, all these delays. I have been, like, the first <laughs> one to go, motherfucker, another delay. But I'm also the same person when it comes to delays. I fully appreciate them because I'd rather come out with a good product it's su- it, it, They bullshit. always suck, but it, it, it's you it's a it. It's a give or take. You, yep. you, you just have to be realistic about it. And, yeah, Trick, it's like an interactive movie. And th- that's the thing is we are, like, when you look at some of these games that are coming out now, and we can go through a good handful of them. This is one where just you go from a game early on. You can listen. You can button mash your way through any God of War. Mm-hmm. You certainly can. You can do it in this one as well too. And we said it earlier. And you'll probably dive a little bit deeper into that. But you know anybody can play God of War. Yeah. But it takes real time and patience to really play God of War. Mm-hmm. But now, unlike before, where it was just like micro conversations. He's pissed. He's beating up gods and stuff like this. You're dealing with an entire range of this character now. Mm-hmm. Kratos going from this mad, angry character to I know they all joked about it like Dad of War and all this stuff, mm-hmm. but it literally plays into the character. Mm-hmm. Like it's in a, a completely like the game has this rebirth and this complete growth of itself. Yep. And then you have a character that literally is doing the same thing too, mm-hmm. and it's fucking compelling, and you're drawn into it. Even the beginning of this fucking game, like as arbitrary as it is, when you can start steering the fucking dog sleds. Yeah. You just felt like you were in the fucking game because they've always everything in the, about the, the the God of War series is always in your face. Yes. Now I know sometimes there's been jokes about the camera, how close it is with this current one as well too. I kind of take a little bit of agreeance with that as well too. But if that's all I've got to fucking criticize the game, right? Or maybe even a little bit of sometimes the the just the learning curve of the controls to be good at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, w- w- I'm just splitting hairs at that point, right? Right. But it's the story. Like I'm completely engaged in our trace and the, the interactions when when you see certain characters show up in this and they're in the, and they're in the cabin. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. These characters come up, you know, and you're like, yo, like, how how is this even gonna work like this? And and by the time you're on the conversation, I, it was like time had stopped because you're like that was fucking compelling. Yeah. Voice actors are doing things that actors that act in live action can't do, mm-hmm. and they're doing this, and it's it is fucking unbelievable. I have had what four or five hours into this game right now. I'm sucking the marrow out of every piece of the bone that I can. <laughs> Clip that if you want. Um, and I honestly I can't get enough. Like I I did not get a chance to play today. Time just was not on my side yeah, today. Yeah. I am literally chomping at the bit. Tricks like hurry up and get the show done so I can play more. I know. I might go home and play for a half hour before I go to bed tonight. You're gonna play too. for you're gonna want to play for a half hour. Well, and then, then I'll be fucked. Yeah, but because that's just it. I'm not gonna don't have, do it, Tone. Right, I'm not gonna have the ability to play this game until Saturday night, Sunday. So I've got to wait a couple of days. So yeah, I'm gonna be fucking going nuts, and that's all I can think about. But that was, you know, that was the way with God of War, the first one though too. And that's how I know like a game's got me hooked bad, and how it's such a great series is when the first game came out. 
I beat it, and it took me about two weeks to beat. Mm-hmm. And I would um, literally like be watching a TV show, and a commercial break would come on. Pick up the controller, even if it was two or three minutes. Look at some armor or something, whatever. Do a couple things, move left, right, and then put a controller back. Like it had me hooked. It had me hooked bad, and this is, has me hooked right now, as as bad as it is. So, long story short, come full circle, I'm already fully invested. This will probably be, um, I mean, game of the year for me. I haven't played a whole lot of games this year. There hasn't been a whole lot that have come out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, th- it would be crazy to think that this doesn't again, like 2018 smashed game of the years as well, too. Because th- the, at the end of the day, Santa Monica, I mean, we've got creative directors moved around. we got yep. a new director. Didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a fucking beat. <laughs> I mean, early on, right right now, so far, I mean, it's it's. I feel like we're just right mm-hmm. back into the, into the swing of things. Uh, and it hasn't lost a beat at all. Yep, so yep. Uh, thank you for that follow. Uh, new, appreciate it. JG says, I wish you could input your armor and weapon design of the last God of War to reward legacy players grinding it out and That's still f- have to live it. You know, I, I really d- wish you they would do that stuff more like agree. carry saves over. Thought about that, too, when I loaded up this one. I wonder if I'm going to get anything out of that. Right. And you don't really. Like, God of War is always just kind of reset your, your everything, you know. I think that would be a great idea for sure. So, and yeah, I, I, uh, um, listen, the, the last thing I'll say about it is that, um, just generally for me, um, even though I've got a long, vast 40, 30, whatever years of video game play, there's a lot of great characters, a lot of iconic characters, a lot of great characters, a lot of great series, the yada, yada, yada. And now even I bloomed late into Kratos, I think for me personally, he probably is, um, my favorite like single player story driven character followed by closely second by no big shock by Nathan Drake of the Uncharted series. But Kratos, I, I would play anything involving Kratos to the day I die. I just think Kratos as, char- as a character has, has evolved so much more. I mean, obviously you can say God of War one through Ascension. He's just a very angry guy who's just rage inducing mm-hmm. and just, ki- and just killing people. But the thing that I think they've done with the, this God of War, this little series here. Uh, the f- 2018s in this one is they have really evolved his character by give- by making him a father. And dude, you've got more layers to this character, like in these two games, than you ever got in those other five Ab- games com- and the P- PSP combined. games. Everything combined. You know, this is more depth that we've ever had for Kratos as a character. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with everything you said so far, dude. Uh, the things that I, I've really t- I've really appreciated in this one, even more so than the first one, is the the facial animations. Uh, obviously, the voice work is where it needs to be. I mean, everyone here has, has, has done their thing before. Game. They're all really, really good. Uh, but th- there's been a couple of scenes, and I talked about the, talked to you about this before the show. There's a couple of scenes, man, where I just love the fact that facial animation and all that stuff has come so far to the point now where, like, in this game, there are specific scenes, you guys, where Kratos is, like, for example, Kratos is talking to a character, and... He, he's basically asking this character, are you coming with us? Like, he's tired of the character's bullshit. He's like, are you coming with us or not? This character is conflicted, and I understand they're, wh- where they're coming from, why they're conflicted. But the way the character responds is just so believable mm-hmm. because it's able to get come down to the finest nuances to his reaction. When the character responds, you just see him kind of looking around. And, like, it's not Polar Express eyes, dude. This is, like, realistic eye movement. And when and when the character responds, they don't say yes. They just you just see them look around. And they're just like, like the, the little nods. You would never see mm-hmm. that in video games. And the fact that you can go with the less is more approach, where you don't need the dialogue, where you can actually see the character's emotion, 
and everything and what they're thinking is conveyed through their um, their their facial uh, reactions, dude. That is fucking next level shit. That is immersive as fuck. Mm-hmm. When you don't have to have a line spoken mm-hmm. to understand what a character is feeling or what they're thinking, dude. That shit is great. And when you couple that with the great voice acting, it's phenomenal. But you know, to go back to the combat, what you said, like yes, anybody can play. God of War, mm-hmm. but it takes true skill to be a God of War in this game. Because if you sit there, like, you can button mash, you know, you'll get through most of the battles. It might take a little bit longer. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's, I'm that's, a button masher. Yeah. I button fun. mash everything. But when you sit there and you actually go on, like, YouTube and watch people who are, like, really fucking good at this game, at this combat, and you watch them going through all the different abilities and working out the synergy between them and priming up enemies and then doing heavy damage, and they do it so effortlessly, you're just like, oh, shit, I'm not playing this game right. Right. And it's it's not, it's nothing wrong. I mean, again, I am not like talking shit to people who are not great at, at combat. I am not great at combat. I am a button masher. But when I see the videos of the people who are fucking doing just crazy shit with this combat because it is so deep – all these abilities have different moves and different like ways they can work with one another. And, and it's just, dude, when you fucking start pulling off the combos, swapping between different abilities, it is so fucking rewarding mm-hmm. because the game just looks so good in motion. The particle, mm-hmm. effect, particle effects, the slowdown, everything just looks fucking boss as fuck when you're doing it right. right. And that's what I like about the combat. It is incredibly difficult to master the combat in this game. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly difficult, but man, watching the videos that people have done it, I want to get good at it. I want to sit there and be able to go on to the highest difficulty at some point and be like, you know what? I think I'm ready. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. I won't. But I just, I just appreciate the fact that sure. you know it's accessible for people who want to go in and button mash and have good time and enjoy the game for what it is. But if you want to sit there and take the time to get really, really, really skilled with the combat and the, the, the benefits of it and the rewards of it are visualized – and they're amazing looking. Probably XP. Fucking awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. So, I mean, the combat feels really good. I really like the fact that in the... I've been to uh, Svelheim. I, I can't remember the, the first place that we go to. Um, Svelheim. Is it Svelheim? I've been to Alfheim. And, dude, going to these different areas, there are so many different... I mean, it's not... It's not like, like, that's the one thing I think is super refreshing is when you go into each area... Yeah, there's elf, uh, elves in, in, in Alfheim, but there are so many different varieties of light elves and dark elves and, like, different ranks, and they all have different attacks. There is a nice chunk of variety. I'm, doing, I'm only, like, 10 hours into the game. I'm only into, like, two of the three realms right now, and there is so much variety between the enemy types. You're making me want to quit the stream and go home play right now. <laughs> I'm Let not be honest, if, you, to. if you don't stop right now, I'm going to I'm gonna go and play. See, I like what Truki just said. That's the other thing. I like freezing with the axe, then switching to blades and hitting enemy with fire, getting that max damage. Dude, that's what I'm talking about, like that priming effect. When you unlock the yeah. ability where, like, if you do more damage with your chaos blades, if somebody is frozen or vice versa, you do more damage with the axe if somebody's burning. And you're sitting there swapping between the fucking yeah, abilities or the, the weapon types. Yeah. And once you get that down, once you figure that out and know what combo you're going to start with the next weapon you switch to, fucking rewarding as yes. hell. And 
And I, that's where the game shines is the combat, where I think it ne- it deserves that praise. It is not an easy game to master, and that's okay. If you can't master it like me, if you're just like, I'm mashing buttons and, and doing random shit, and I'm still having a good time, mm-hmm. but if you have that, you know, that you I can get better, and it's even more rewarding, that's fucking sweet, dude. Uh, Tricky says you have to play the in the arena. I was there for like an hour and a half today. He wanted there's a when you after you finish Spellhelm and you can choose between Alfheim. There's not there's an arena. What was the place in the first? Yeah, one? Yeah, he's sick this week. Conveniently forgot. Yeah, he's not feeling good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not feeling good today either. Yeah, Jack. weird. But like, but like when uh, there was that one area in the first <laughs> one where you could go and train and do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically where he was at today. Oh. And he was over there sitting there just ranking up all of his gear, doing all the moves to get Does the gold. Does it carry on the story too? Oh, it's all it's part of the story it's it's woven into it you, it's like yeah, like like so i gotta get a little farther when you get to the next like after you finish what's going yeah, on there yeah. you'll go back and uh you'll you'll have the option to choose like do you want to go to alfheim to continue the main story yeah. do you want to go back to Svelheim to finish up stuff because you have new abilities to unlock that you can yeah. use different things there or do you want to go to what's is it nepheim i can't remember nepheim um, nepheim or whatever it is but that's where you go to do the arena so you can just bounce in there, do what you want to do, rank up some of your gear, and then go back to the story. That, that turns me on. It's hot, dude. But yeah. like, like, look, man, like, look, I have had a really good time with this game. No, it's too early to say whether or not it's going to leave a lasting appeal or a lasting impact on me that I'm going to be like, this is better than the first one. I, I don't know yet, but I can tell you right now, what I have played so is fucking high-quality shit. Mm-hmm. It's high-quality gaming, you guys. Fun co- Niflheim. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think that was Niflheim. Is that where it was, Rick? I, I can't remember. Uh, I don't know if it's Niflheim. I don't know. I've been so sick. I can't read. <laughs> oh, sorry to hear that, Rick. But uh, like, it's just, it's just, um, yeah. it's a well done game, you guys. Mm-hmm. The voice acting, everything about it is just top mm-hmm. tier. I've really enjoyed what I played. So, you know, I want to get your guys and girls' thoughts. If you're playing through it, let us know in the comments. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know what you think of God of War Ragnarok. Does it live up to the hype of the first one? Yes. Uh, he he believes it does. Whoops. <laughs> but, uh, but, <laughs> Sorry. But, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun, dude. Mm-hmm. Cuddles mm-hmm. gives it an 8.5. He almost bought a PS5 today. Almost did. But then He's he bought cracking. An air, but he bought an air fryer, so that's not a bad choice. That's actually that's a, a fine. That's a pretty not an air fryer. I think he saw a deep fryer or something like that. But something. he bought a fryer, yeah. and that's a final turn. That's also a game console if you use it right. If you use it right, yeah. If you, you're making a lot of good food. Air fryer. Dude, if you bought yourself an air fryer, that's a fine choice, too. Was friend. that a replacement, or you upgrading, or is this your first? 13 quart fucking air fryer. Oh, wow, Let's dude. fucking go. How much was that? 452? A replacement. He upgraded, oh, man. man. It's yeah. a replacement. I'm going to have to upgrade, I think, soon, too. And if I'm definitely going to have to get 15 quarts so it's bigger than yours. Dude, I love a good air fryer, man. Air fryers are so, so fucking choice. Outside of, I haven't explored it outside of frozen stuff until recently, and I'm I'm shaking. Dude, of wings that. in an air fryer are fucking awesome. I know you've been. I like for a smoking while. my wings. I yeah. like smoking it, but dude, if I want some good wings, it has a rotisserie in it too. Oh, it's got a Jesus, rotisserie. Kenny Roger Roasters over is there. It, Jesus, is it Christ. like that ninja one that's like ten thousand things in one? Like it does everything. It does hand jobs, I believe. It was on sale for like fifty. Bu- Where the fuck do you shop, bro? Yeah, Jesus. Send me one, Christ. I could not. Pa- I can't pass on here. Go back and yeah. buy me one. I have an air fryer and all. Christmas my re- is coming up for yeah. Christ's sake. What's, what's going on in the bathroom? Why you been in there for a while? The I don't air fryer. I want to go to Best Buy. You go to Best Buy and get me one as a gift. I'm your friend. 
you should check up online and see if they're still available for I 50 know, I bucks. I probably should, man. Seriously, though, why wouldn't you get, get like air fryers for all your rooms, dude? Like, what if you're just... Get one for the shitter. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just on the saying. Shitter, throw like, some mozzarella sticks in yeah, there. Yeah, you're, you're on fucking Facebook or something. You're like, ah, I'm kind of hungry. You know, yeah, throw some mozzarella sticks in there. $50 air fryer. Yeah, boom. No, that's fucking awesome, dude. But I think you should get a PS5 because Cuddles, like, look, man, at some point, SOCOM is going to get announced. That's right, Kate. And I need to roll with you, man. And he said he would roll with me when SOCOM comes out. So when SOCOM comes out, Cuddles, that's when you have to go get a PS5. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Okay. That's, that, let, let's make a, 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 a bet. Let, let's just make an agreement right now. Man to man. When SOCOM is announced and it's an amazing multiplayer Sorry. game, you're going to buy a PS5. We're going to roll together. It'll be Dude Cuddles, SOCOM. We'll set the fucking precedent. That's us. Okay. It's a hard buy to spend. Dude, it's not. When you spend 500 hours on the game in the first, like, month. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's worth every fucking penny, bro. Every, every penny. penny Let's go. Let's but, no, go. overall, big fan of God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Really dig it. Uh, we're going to continue to play it. We'll talk about it more probably before the end of the year when we finish it. Well, that's what I want to bring up. Oh. Oh, you just got a surprise for me. Well, no, just I just want to do an over-under with everybody. When do we think he's actually going to beat the game? After this weekend, is he going to drop hey, it for hey, like two hey. years before the next one comes out? Hey, hey, hey. So I'm going to no. guess. I'm going to go 2024. Dude, no, come on, man. Now you have to give me credit. This year you, I've done really good. I've you've a done lot a of great games. job. I've beaten a lot of games when I started. And I'm you have. Them. You have. I'm, so this I'm is impressed. like, uh, like beating God of War 2018 like three months ago was like, you know what? I need to finish these games. So now I'm finishing games, God damn it. Have you beat Forbidden West yet? Anyways, so up next, we're going to talk about... (laughs) (laughs) He probably even beat the first last Let's talk about something else, damn it. Moving on. Uh, Hey, Callista Protocol. We are less than a month away, Tone, for your most anticipated title of the year. This is my most anticipated title of this generation. Over God of War Ragnarok. I said that before. Yes, Callista Protocol. I have said that before. Now, did say that. It is layered reasons. Well, clearly, God of War, I know I'm going to love, and it's going to be great in it so far, of course, in the amount of time I have it has been. But I, listen, Dead Space is one of my all-time favorite IPs, and it's only 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And then Trash EA ruined Visceral. Killed, killed Visceral completely. But the creative director, uh, his name escapes me right now, uh, Robert. Yeah, something. something. It's an S or something, I think, but. He's back involved in Callisto Protocol. Um, he's at the stu- he's and, studio and, head. And ever since they they announced this, I'm like, the spiritual successor of Visceral is back. Yep. The king of space sci-fi video game horror is back. Mm-hmm. You got your you got your Capcoms doing the Resident Evils for the you know grounded zombie you know horror, but you know there's a, there's a group out there that and at that time remember we weren't getting great Resident Evils. Yeah, I know people like five, but. Actiony five is not really like what five I want. Five is better than six. Yeah, sure. well, that's for, that's close. yeah for sure. But that's my point. Like during that time, somebody had to step up and kind of take the lead, and and, and Dead Space did that. So I am psyched for Close Protocol enough to where even for the new position I just took at work, I'd still ask. Hey, I asked for December second off at my current <laughs> job. You still got it off. She said. Just remind me. Yeah, it should be fine. No problem. Like, sweet. Because uh, I want December 2nd off. That's another reason why I want to beat God of War Ragnarok. I want to get that done before Callisto Protocol. I probably out. won't because... Um, I think you will. I think you will. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm you got Thanksgiving be. coming up. You're off for a couple of days. You'll oh, sit down. Fuck. Yeah, you, you forgot right. about that. You right. You forgot about that. You right. You don't work Black Friday anymore, yeah, bro. Right. That's right. So, yeah. But I'm 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 hyped for Callisto Protocol. I Listen, Event Horizon is one of my all-time favorite movies 
in the horror sci-fi genre, whatever you want to classify it as. Um, and, and so just like Dead Space had, a, I don't know if it was the first or second one that had the little mini game that came out prior. Yes, it was Dead Space 2, I think it was. Yeah. No, it was. It might have been 3. Was it 3? I don't know. I know oh, that Dead shit. Space has done some things like this, where it just did some extra. Here's a that because that, that was it was like a basically like the 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 computer hacking game in Deus Ex. It was similar to that. Well, and maybe it was too. Now that you mentioned. Maybe it. it was too. And I think it was too. Um. So what they did this time, as you're seeing, for Callisto Protocol this to get ready awesome. for it. This is awesome. Is released a uh, six episode, which we've gotten th- the third one dropped today. Third one dropped today. Uh, called Helix Station, which takes place, I'm going to guess, right before or prior. It's the events leading up to what leading happens up in the to, game. Which, holy shit, already, by yeah, the way. Dude. And they're only a half hour long. I listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed, so you can zoom through it if you do that. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, that movie, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, defects. I'm, yeah, Event Horizon. That's uh, Dude, it's, it's a good one, dude. And, like, there are shades of Event Horizon in this podcast. Now, look, this is a, a six-part, a six-episode podcast, but it is, it's much like... St- it's much like they're telling you're listening to a movie through a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like a re, it, it's everyone. You got voice actors. You have Gwendolyn Christie as Percy, uh, Kevin Durant as Metzger, Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. That's all I really care Michael about. Michael Ironside is Kane. Honestly, Sam no, Littlefield is Prendergast, and Leland Orser, who has been in a lot of. He's been in Seven. He's been in Aliens. He's very familiar with the sci-fi genre uh, as Lennox. And dude, you so you've got some really good voice actors who are lending their voices, reading off the lines, going through these scenes, and they're basically just, it's like a movie you're listening to. And they're basically, they're getting you some backstory about what we're going to be experiencing in the game itself. This is high-quality shit, dude. And I got major Event Horizon vibes. Major Event Horizon vibes. You do in the dead space, but when she makes a comment about the ship itself, or somebody makes a comment about the ship, I'm like, oh, fuck. We're in for a fucking wild ride as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I keep, I keep hearing about Peripheral on Prime. Dude, Jay Hill has hit There's, me up with It's getting good reviews. I, it is in my watch list, and it is something I plan on starting very soon, Cuddles. Absolutely. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what I'll start up watching, man, because we need some more shows to start watching. I mean, Andor should be finishing up soon, and I think... Uh, is there anything else on the docket? Chucky is finishing up. I don't think there's anything. Yeah, that would be a good one to talk about. Maybe we'll do Peripheral like uh, once Chucky and Andor finish up. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a little late to the st- start of it, but it'll be something we can all talk about. If you guys want to check out Peripheral, if you like sci-fi and sci-fi maybe horror or just sci-fi in general maybe a couple weeks we'll start up some peripheral and kind of work I with think it together that's what we need to do but yeah. uh you can check out this close to call a close to protocol helix station on all major podcast services highly recommend it just check out close to protocol it's gonna be six episodes i think the final episode drops the week the game comes out so you'll get caught up on the backstory. And again, it is really well done, you guys. Like the voice acting is really good. They're building up to a lot of things. And when things go a little awry, it's it's well done. Like you're, it, the audio is fantastic. It uses like 3D audio. Mm-hmm. So if you have your stereo headphones plugged in, it is fucking really good, you guys. Like it, it sounds amazing. And uh, I think y'all should check it out. Like seriously, each episode is like 23 minutes, maybe 25 minutes. So they're an easy listen. Uh, episode three just dropped today. Mm-hmm. Episode four will probably be next week. Then five and six, uh, the, the the following weeks leading up to launch. I think this shit is really, really yeah, good. I dude. love this kind of stuff. It is high quality when, stuff. I love when companies and video games especially do this and kind of like expand their media and their their outreach and stuff like that. Because that's, that's nothing to just shake a little bit at. I mean, you got like 
big names like Gwendolyn fucking Christie. I mean, and she's in the main game. Gwendolyn like, Christie is is listed in the game. But to get them to do outside, of, I that's, mean, that's huge, dude. Yeah, Michael Ironside. I mean, he ain't been doing shit. We want him to, but I mean, here he is, right? So, I did. I thought that was him at first when I heard him because he's got a, this distortion to his voice I when just, he's talking. As soon as I hear him talking, but I, I heard him right talking, away. I was just like, God, that sounds like Michael. But I was like, eh, no, it's probably. And then not. I think I said it to you, and I'm then like, you mentioned me. You're like, yeah. that's Michael. And I go, I thought that was fucking yeah. Michael Ironside. It's just the way his voice was uh, was distorted. I, I was like, I wasn't sure. Cuddle says, I'm already disappointed at Netflix over Gears of War. I know they're going to fuck it up. Man, I, if this was Paramount, <laughs> sure. I'd be concerned with Netflix. Dude, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Prime sent us a, a clip on Twit or Twitter right now. See if you can find it, Cuddles. Go to Dave Bautista. He did this about 5 o'clock uh, Eastern time. He put out a video that said, look. I'll make this easy for you. And he put out a video of him wearing, like, Gears armor, and he tweeted at, like, Netflix and Gears of War. He's been clamoring about being playing Marcus Phoenix. Like, he has been talking about this for fucking years. Mm-hmm. Years. And he put out a video today where you're just like, how do you not sign this guy? How is this guy not Marcus Phoenix? How is this guy? I mean, like, Cliff Blazinski even replied to the tweet saying, dude, I'm the creative director of 1, 2, and 3, and you're my first choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, that, that's it's <laughs> him or Tone. You could go with Tone if you wanted to. Power. If, that was, Power. if you're Marcus, can I be JD? <laughs> you get to be a fucking uh, <laughs> a Carmine motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. Now, why, why are you disappointed about uh, Cuddles just because Netflix is involved? I'm curious on that one. Um, no, no, for yeah, sure. yeah. We want to get your thoughts, Carlos. So yeah, I'm, I am curious thing. on that. Um, listen, I, I, for one, am fully on board for Bautista playing. Marcus I just feel Phoenix. like you fucked I just, that up bad. Yeah, yeah like it. for one, two, like even though Gears of War, I feel like later, and I need to finish four and five. I really, they're do. actually, dude. Four, I, I know, I four know. Four and five, th- th- I that's know. what they've done a great job. I know. There you go, right there. If you guys get a chance, click on that link to that, that tweet from Cuddles uh, as Dave Bautista from earlier today. I just don't know how you fucking. I just don't know how you just get it. But do uh, okay. but four and five, uh, I feel like the storytelling in four and five is the best it's ever been in the series. Man. Like the best it's been in the series. It, but two, just like that whole shit with that dude. I've that was one of the few ma- moments in life, like video game moments, where I just will I will never forget what and where I was doing and the 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 guy I was playing with on the couch and everything. Like how we were just like what the fuck when dom goes full fucking like yeah suicide mission on himself and, and dies and stuff like that so uh gears of war is unfortunately i, I feel like it's just kind of gone on the wayside just because it does it, it is still one of the funnest newer ips in the last couple decades mm-hmm. great characters and things like that like i was full in i still have a I have a chainsaw lancer at home. I bought a fucking, you know, I'm a, I was a super fan at one time, and I, I wish I got back to that rate. So that being said, I'm really, I'm really excited about like that's a series that I'm fully on board as a video game. Like, yeah, do that as a do that as a TV show. This will probably not be a popular opinion, but I actually I prefer Gears of War over Halo, in terms of like uh, just all together. I just I, think I Gears yeah, of War I is. Uh, I wouldn't argue that. I, I I I just for myself, I think Gears of War is way more appealing than Halo. And I like I th- I've enjoyed Halo. Now look, right. I am not a Halo dude where I've been it through thick and thin mm-hmm. from start to finish and watched the series mm-hmm. evolved. But from what I play with Gears of War compared compared to Halo, mm-hmm. I think Gears is, is Gears definitely more appealing. Gears, in in my opinion, when it came out, is still sometimes what I would say a standard for third person cover fire game. And like I, I will, when I play, like I will use still gears to this day 
as a as a basis for comparison playing games that are third person. Like, like Uncharted, like it, for example, like Uncharted. Play like Gears, yeah. I mean, that's a third person cover shooter from time. You got to get yeah. the cover and shoot. But I mean, like you can see a lot of the systems that they created in Gears. Yeah, carried over to Uncharted. Yeah. No, Gear, Gears Gears deserves all the accolades and love that it gets, and and the people that, that say they like it better than Halo. There's nothing to. There's nothing for me to argue there. I like I'll never forget 2006 when that game came out and what I was doing that night. So, absolutely. But uh, no, if you guys and girls get a chance, you listen to podcasts, download this series. If you're especially if you're gonna pick up Callisto Protocol, which you fucking should be, because that game looks incredible. Everything we've seen up to this point, it looks amazing. It's gonna have the atmosphere. Uh, Photomancer says Gears is a fun co-op with a bro, but Halo multiplayer is objectively better. I would actually agree with that. I do think the multiplayer side of things. I'm not a fan of, of the Gears multiplayer, but in terms of storytelling and, and just mission variety and all that stuff, I think Gears has a, a huge advantage over Halo. But multiplayer front, I would agree. I think uh, Halo has a better multiplayer package than, than Gears. A more appealing play style than Gears. Now, there's a there's a super cult following out there, the guys that did play. Oh, guys and, gal- Gears guys and gals a, that played yeah. Gears online, like the the – the roll bounce off the wall and shit like that. Like, you know, there there's people out there that went crazy on that. Gears 1 multiplayer was the one I played probably the most. Uh, Gears 2 is when it just kind of opened up so hard. It was really hard. I mean, you had to deal with a lot of people that were really good. But um, I did enjoy that. I dabbled in that as well, too. But, man, yeah, the early couple of Gears there were really, really great storytelling. And that was some of my favorite moments on the 360 era was because of Gears of War specifically, hands down. Stream Family TTV says uh, Gears is going to snub Bautista. I could Think see so? that. I could Honestly, man, like, look, I want them to get Bautista. I really do because, I mean, dude. Here's a guy, like we talked about with Henry Cavill and Witcher, who was chomping in a bit that was like, look, I want in on this. Bautista wants in on this. And honestly, God, man, find me another fucking guy that can play Marcus Phoenix. I mean, Dave Bautista fits the bill. Mm-hmm. But don't. it wouldn't surprise you if Netflix was like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with something different. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's just like, and, and, and I don't want them to do that. I don't want them to do that, but I would not be surprised if Netflix is like, that's cool, Dave. We appreciate it, but now nah, we good. Like, get some no-name <laughs> Dane Cook for <laughs> Cole. Dane Cook for Cole. Dane Cook for Cole. <laughs> now, listen, I'm going to If gonna, that happens, they got to get bought to you. I will always say my favorite thing in all gear. I could talk, actually, Gears of War a little bit longer, but I, I, we got to move on. But I do want to say one thing. My favorite character in that series is definitely Cole. Coltrane and when they I think it's the first one first one or second one I don't remember they show up in a town I think it's the first one and everybody's like praise him because he used to be you know he played the, the the football game or whatever that game was called in there and somebody says oh my god they're Coltrane they're freaking out and somebody's like damn man they all, all about you he's like well yeah everybody wants a piece of the Coltrane baby <laughs> Favorite moment in all that fucking series, dude. If fucking if Coltrane's not Coltrane, your baby. Coltrane, baby. You hear him woo coming through. Absolutely. Like, I, there's actually a lot of people out there that really like Baird or Bard or whatever his name. Baird, I think it was. I didn't. I don't fully do not understand that at all. But um, uh, Coltrane, hands down, my favorite character, hands down. Mike says, uh, you just know because he wanted it so bad for it. He will ask what he want. He will ask what he wants for it. And Netflix will be forced to say nope. Cheap ass, and it'll be a bust. HBO picks it up and fixes it. I wish. I mean, I, I, I would really like to see HBO pick this up instead of Netflix. But, I mean, it's cool to see that Netflix is picking up Gears. Well, I do think Gears has uh, the story or has the type of universe where you can Better tell than Paramount bit. having it. I mean, I, I had they said Paramount, I would have been like, fuck. I'd have laughed. Fuck. That's what I would have said. I'd have laughed. <laughs> 
But no, I uh, I think this is gonna be cool. I mean, I love uh, Dave Bautista, and I love his passion for it. The video he put out was really really cool. Let's see if Netflix is smart yeah. enough. I mean, dude, if Netflix gets Dave Bautista, he will. They will bring in everybody. Hey, everybody's gonna come see that show. Netflix, at Netflix, Netflix, Gears of War, whoever out there is in control and has uh, the ability to hire Dave Bautista. Yeah, don't fuck around. We want it. They want it. Sounds like a lot of people want it, and certainly Dave Bautista wants it, so fucking figure it out. And damn it, when Banter and Babble wants something. We deserve it. We, for one. We, you know what? We, we're, well, we're, we yeah. don't really get that. We we sometimes get beer. You know what? I think I'm just going to order a keg from Maple Hill from here on out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I just want a keg. Clip that. Clip that trick. Let's let's uh, <laughs> let's let's get that clipped. We'll we'll start tagging uh, uh, Gears of War. We'll we'll work with Dave Bautista. I'll give him a call tomorrow and say, hey, we you know Banter and Babble's yeah, look, got yeah, we'll, we'll your use the weight back. of Banter and Babble. Right, right. And we're to not throw it yeah. around to go to Netflix. And be like, hey, look, motherfuckers, we are the biggest talk show in the four eight six three eight zip code. Listen to what we say. We know what we're talking about. Or at least the one that spends the most money for lunch at Burger King. That too. BK Lounge, what up? Thanks for putting that out there. You're welcome. I told you that in confidence. I don't care. You spent more than me. I spent 20 bucks. That's because I went to two places because I'm extra fucking fat. <laughs> All right. Fat. Moving on to uh, trailer time. It's trailer time. It's trailer time. It's trailer time. We have a trailer. A singular trailer, but that's all we need, dude. We just need a trailer. Tone, it is arguably, I would say it's arguably, it is the premier action series right now. The John Wick series is the premier action movie series mm. out there okay. right now. Okay. I don't give a fuck what anybody says right now in the chat. I love y'all, but if anybody comes at me with any other shit, you're wrong. What else would be, though? No, that's, that's, that's how you know. Exactly. That's how you know. There you go. The John Wick movies are top tier action movies, and we okay, cool. It's all about family, bro. It's all about fam, bro. It's all about fam. We got our first big trailer mm-hmm. for John Wick Four. Stars of the cast. Let's check it out. Saying goodbyes. Saying hello. You think your wife can hear you? No. Why bother? Maybe I'm wrong. You're going to die. Maybe not. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. A new day is dawning. New ideas, new rules, new management. We'd known each other since we were nine Who is this? The Marquis de Gramo. Challenge him to single combat. Win or lose, it's a way out. I don't sit at the table. Your family does. Please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. Man has to look his best when it's time to get married. Or buried. I'm going to need a gun. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. If you win, the table will honor its word. We'll have your freedom. Under the old laws, 
Only one can survive. Failure to meet at sunrise. Will result in execution. Last words, Winston? Just have fun out there. I want you to find your peace. But a good death only comes after a good life. You and I left a good life behind a long time ago, my friend. I'm going to come back to something that Cuddle said. Cuddle says it can't be worse than the third one. Now, look, I agree. I, especially the ending. The ending of the third John Wick movie was the first time in that entire series, which is crazy because all things considered, where I was like, eh, okay, I'm a, little, I'm a little concerned with John falling off a building and still being alive. He's, he survived some crazy-ass shit in three movies, okay? He survived some crazy shit. When he falls off the building at the end of three and lives, I was just like, oh, okay, okay. We're, we're moving into that real comic book area now. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I just, I, I liked three, but I do, I agree with Cuddles by saying that I think it was the weakest of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. One will always just, I think one was just an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Two really expanded two. on the comic yeah, book loved, side of things. I love two a lot, yeah. Uh, but three was was good, but it, yeah, I just felt it was like, oh, right. it's, it's the kind of lost control at the end this trailer looked fucking dope because of the cast you have obviously the the usual suspects keanu reeves lawrence fishburne lance reddick ian mcshane but then you're bringing in donnie yen hype bill skarsgård hype uh hiroko sonata hype and goddamn it, clancy brown clancy fucking brown we got clancy brown up in this bitch the kurgan we have a stacked cast. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hyped about that shit. And anyway, the thing is with the John Wick trailers, the whenever you see like the the, the public trailer, you know you're like, I really want to see a red band trailer because the public trailers never show mm-hmm. just how far they push the violence mm-hmm. of the John Wick movies. But good trailer. I'm hyped for it, dude. I love all the characters. I love everybody that's in this. I don't know if they're planning on this being the final movie in the series, uh, you know. But if it do look, if they choreograph good fights and if it's thrilling, which they will, and it's exciting, and it continues to build on the lore and that world building element of the of the assassin underworld, mm-hmm. I'll be cool if they keep it going. Mm-hmm. Just it can't get to the point where you're just like, okay, now it's feeling like it's a little. Yeah, overkill. I think three teetered on potentially overstaying its welcome yeah. right i think it yeah. really did i i i agree that three is the weakest link of the of the of, of them all total so far um that said i also think it's better than a lot of other movies yeah, it's that, still a good it's, it's still, a weakness yeah. but it's still yeah, a good that's movie like, it's like a, it's a you're living you're living in like a even a bad marvel movie yeah. is or a bad marvel movie is better than a uh, or what is it um even a bad marvel movie is still better than a uh, good dc movie or yeah, something like that you, yeah it's kind of one of the jokes but um Everybody relax. It's just kind of a joke, but uh, <laughs> DC guys are like, "What the fuck?" I know they're gonna come over and start a fight. Um, oh, we got a new pull up. Sweet. 
But honestly, this is the thing about. Um, first of all, I'm I'm a I'm a kind of guy who feels that Keanu Reeves can never do no wrong. So I got to be careful of that. So I got to watch <laughs> my biases. But um, I can honestly say that this is one of those kind of things because I, I, I love like high octane choreographic action and things like that. Still one of the reasons why Winter Soldier is one of my favorite of the MCU as well, too. Um, I literally who wins in a fight? John Wick, Brian Mills from Taken. Oh, Taken. Jason Bourne, the Equalizer or John McClane. That's a good fucking poll. Man, he just come he, up with the, he just came up with that poll, dude. He must be sober. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really That's who a wins solid in a fight. Fucking poll. John Wick. Oh my god. Brian Mills, Jason Bourne. I think John McClane's the weakest thing. I think John McClane's the first one out. Honestly. Yeah, I yeah, love John yeah, McClane, yeah, but he, yeah. I don't think he's uh, he's not oh equipped to handle like I'm, John Wick, Brian Mills, Jason Bourne, Equalizer. Fuck. Man, that is a really good question. I don't really know how to answer that right now. That's point blank. I can't think. I'm going to – I, man, well, let's see. Well, Equalizer's only had two movies, right? Or is it three now? Uh, I think was the – I think two it's three, two. two. I think it's two movies. Well, that, well Keanu's going to have four on at this point, so I think that's a big piece <laughs> of that. Okay, take out McLean and add Mr. Nobody. No, no, no. I mean, McLean's a good choice. McLean's a good, uh, a good option. I think, I mean, though, Mr. Nobody would fit better in this category, though. Yeah, I think the style of the movies, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, hey, I, li- I like a curveball. I like a curveball. I think it's fair. Uh, man, wow. if I had to choose, if you're in the, if you're in the Twitch chat, man, go in there man, and vote. I want to get you guys and girls' tough. thoughts. Like, it, it should be in there. Get in a vote. There you oh, go. There you go. Get involved. Be a part of it. I I agree with whoever just picked for Jason Bourne. I'm gonna go. With, uh, I love John Wick. I'm gonna give Jason Bourne the edge though. John Wick is a hired assassin. Jason Bourne is a fucking spy that has been built from the ground up to be a killer to kill with anything. If anything, I think Jason Bourne is a worthy adversary to John Wick because John Wick killed him with a fucking pencil. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. Pencil. I'm. I'm really torn with the Jason Bourne and John. Those are the two that I drive. You got a Brian Mills vote in there too. Holy shit! Okay. I'm Jesus Christ. I Equalizer's fucking dope, man. For the record, I really like Equalizer as well too. But I just feel like Equalizer and even thirty seconds taken, get a vote in. Taken, taken feels like the most like like John Wick, but like a little bit lighter. But like a good mix between maybe him and Bourne. Man, I, I between Wick and fucking John Jason Bourne though. God damn. I, I'm gonna go with Jason Bourne You're with you. Jason Bourne, a just a little bit. Because I feel like Man. just Jason Bourne could still take Wick with without a gun himself. If Bourne didn't have a gun, he'd still have a chance. But John Wick is a fucking badass. Oh, somebody voted for McLean. Somebody gotta give some love for McLean. Okay, well there you go. Uh, good, good. No, that's fun. No, um, that was a good poll. That was um, a good question. I uh, um. I still I got to think on that one. I think that one I got to analyze more. I got to analyze that some more. You got to analyze it? Yeah. Um, I would have analyzed it. Great poll. Um, it, really, the last thing I just guess I want to say is, like, clearly I'm very excited, very hype. Um, uh, this is the kind of action as somebody who loves the pulp, feely, comic booky, like, over-the-top action-y kind of things like this. <laughs> um, Chuck Norris. <laughs> I literally – I literally – would not have if say let's say I had a, a a boner problem right like I couldn't get an erection I've had an erection since I watched this like three or four hours ago <laughs> I have had to tape it to the side of my leg oh because my. I didn't want to make it awkward for you so FYI there's duct tape on my wiener right I now I was wondering why that was out yeah well here it is so now have um, you seen this poster no I'm gonna before before I show you yeah John Wick I I, <laughs> I want to get this full poster this poster is incredible what do you think. John Wick is holding. I hope a bottle of Viagra. I mean, what do you? What, I mean, if you had to guess, what do you think he's holding? What he's holding? Yes. 
what would he be holding? That's weird. Probably gun, shotgun. Maybe a puppy? Puppy. Maybe a puppy? Maybe a puppy. Ashes. You have 10 seconds to, to figure it out. Um, he says dogs. Mike says dogs. Uh, fucking oh, a handbag. This is the reason I want to buy this poster. Oh, God. He's got it. fucking He's nunchucks, got dude. Nunchucks in his hand? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? John Wick's got fucking nunchucks! Dude, if he's offing people with nunchucks, this, you know, we're talking Oscar stuff. I, I thought pencil pencil would be a good choice because obviously he killed him with the fucking pencil. Yeah, Jason Bourne's badass. Dude, he's wearing, he's using nunchucks in the poster, dude. Let me ask. Here's here's a random question that you you talk about the B and B mug. Here's something I um haven't really bounced off you even yet <laughs> as well too. B and B mug that'd be dope. Something that Seven Dungeons does really well that I like with his uh, merch that they do is they do shticks for certain things and characters. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe we should do some shticks with either like some Nicolas Cage or some, you know, one-off things. And cause you, you have options with stream elements to have different options. Would you guys be interested in things like that? Would you want us to open up different things for merch? Would that be something you'd like to see? Just a random question. Just throwing it out there. A tinkle tone shirt. Ooh, a tinkle tones, tinkle time shirt. I mean, very honestly, that's the kind of stuff that Seven Man. Dungeons does, and it's really awesome. He's he's kind of on the forefront of that. No, all right, Crash. Well, fuck you then. And uh, I'm all for the tone my idea. Time, Just kidding. I'm all for thickless cage. Right, Hell yeah. Cage, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good, that's a good. Uh, meme. <laughs> I forgot about thickless yeah. cage. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this trailer was dope, dude. Yeah, very I, hype. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I'm really excited for it. This is something I'll be looking forward to see. I mean, this is the same month. A dude cuddle, a uh, dude, a uh, uh, hashtag dude cuddle shirt. That's all I was going to say. It's a black shirt. We can have a lot of options. Cuddles. Yes. I'll fucking make that immediately. I'll have, I'll have it for you this weekend. Okay. Absolutely. We'll start. We'll start. We'll start the movement, dude. I'm going to start the movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, tired of this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm really not, though. I love I'm, you. I'm also tired. I just wanted G-strings. I mean, we, we could do that, too. G-strings would be kind of hot. Right, right. Just put your face on I'm working on, I'm right now, I'm kind of working on an idea for a merch. And I don't know if Stream Elements, there's there's an option. I don't think they do butt plugs. Well, I'm trying to do a fleshlight right now, and it's not working out so properly. <laughs> so, I think. <laughs> wow. Well, you were close. <laughs> a dude rage shirt. Oh, yeah, hey, with the fire and everything. Yeah, like fire. a. On his old stream, yeah, yeah I think man. that's that's important. I miss that. I you should bring that. that back for the for the BMB I do channel. Have, I do have that for that. Do you? Okay. Yeah. okay. I, I do run that for a while when I do the rage shit, man. Did you guys quit last Friday, by the way? Did you rage on Quad and quit like last week? We didn't quit, but I mean, we played. Okay. We so did rage. I yeah. I thought I thought it ended abruptly, and I wasn't sure. No, it did not. It okay. did not end abruptly. Um, I don't even I remember what happened. Kudos. Kudos was booted. Kudos got booted. <laughs> We had uh, we had one too many, and Cuddles was like, "Well, I'll bounce out," and uh, everyone was like, "No, no, no, you're all right." And so I just went to the main and said, "Kick Cuddles," <laughs> and he was mad at me. <laughs> I was like, "He offered him, man." Cuddles was kicked by Tone. It was by Tone. No, 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 it was Tone. Fuck you, Mike. It was Tone. I don't even own. You was doing behind the scenes. I was Bullshit. playing Gears of War. <laughs> he was playing Gears. The best player that he is. Did you know Cuddles has the highest KDR in the Modern Warfare Two community right now? He has the highest KDR. Does it's unbelievable, man. He carries us every round. That feels like a bit. No, it's dude. 
he has the highest KDR in Modern Warfare 2 right now. Let that, let that sink in. Yeah, let, let that sink in. I mean, Did you hear that sounds, guys? He's stunned. I mean. Just saying. If you're clicking and pointing, I'm sure. <laughs> Until they, of course, they add stats to the game. We won't know for sure, but we're pretty sure. Did you know they don't have stats in that game yet? It still don't have they stats. They still don't have stats. It's unbelievable. You know, that game has sold an obnoxious amount of copies of that game. And Dude, there was a, a I think, what was the money. announcement they made? This, it was the biggest selling Call of Duty game yes. ever. In 10 days, I think it was all like... It, it outsold and outpaced Black Ops 2. That's insane, because Black Ops 2 was massive. And as somebody who sold Black Ops 2 and was there for those midnight releases, that's nuts. I didn't realize Black Ops 2 outsold Modern Warfare 2. That's crazy. Dude, it was huge. When I was working at GameStop, and I think I mentioned this uh, before, uh, that was the first uh, big, big, big release. Cause it was 2012 at this GameStop over here near you. Mm-hmm. That was massive for us as a company, and it was fucking nuts. Mm. I, I'm going to tell this quick story because I, I, I thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Um. Freezy and I went to Best Buy for the Modern Warfare 2 launch. We had pre-ordered there, mm-hmm. and it was a huge, huge turnout. Modern we, Warfare 2 was a massive release. Yeah, we were, we were at, you know where Best Buy is? We were wrapped around by where, um, probably like where Dick's Sporting Good is. I love Dick's. We were, I know you Sporting do. Goods. We were all the way over there. I mean, it was a yeah. massive line. That's all the way past. And yeah. so Freezy and I are standing in line, and this guy in front of us is just like, man, I just bought a new PC. I got this rig. I got this GPU. Wow. Dude, he was this guy was flexing hard. Yeah, the I, I, like, I know goes, where this is going. He's like, I'm fucking hyped for this oh, shit. I remember dude. I know where this is I'm going. I'm hyped for this shit. He's sitting there just jacking his system up that he right. just bought. Right, right, right. And we've been in line for three hours. Three hours. And he wouldn't shut up. He wouldn't shut the fuck up, right? Mm-hmm. So we walk through the line. Finally, we get up in I there. I know exactly where this is going. And my man walks in. He's, they're like, hey, man, what you here for? He's like, I'm here for the PC version. They're like, it ain't out yet. Yep. Yeah, I know exactly, I knew exactly where that's PC going. The PC version ain't out yet, bro. And Freezy looked at that guy and goes, later, dude. <laughs> dude, my man waited in line, jacked off his rig. And the fucking PC version wasn't even out. Didn't yeah. release that night. Yeah, my, that that version. Yeah, because I think the guy said he goes, "It's not gonna be out for like a month." Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that was typical for those big. Line. Yeah, yeah, I know. He thought he was getting the PC version. That's hilarious, dude. I remember Freezy was just like, "Cool, man." I mean, he gave him some shit. I was just like, "Wow, dude." Yeah, Cuddles, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna actually talk to people, right? I mean, in Saginaw, that's what you do. In Saginaw, it's cool to jack off while you're in line. Right? Tone condoned it. He N- was a no, big fan. I was- when I went to his midnight lunches, he was like, here's a cup. I'm going to drink it. Right. He was a, was a Bukaki guy. By the way, you're welcome for getting a PS4 day one, by the way. Hey, man. Hey. Much love. Got you. This guy was always clutch. Yeah. It's one thing I miss about him working. There. I could always be like, dude. Let me know when the VR headsets are coming. <laughs> How do we get PS5s? Let me know when the PS5s are coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, let me know pre orders. So let me know. Let me know. That's who you know. Oh, man, hook me up, man. That's why he was a clutch. He was clutch. But no, hype for John Wick 4. We will definitely be going seeing it. Let us know your thoughts on the trailer. Where are you at on the series? I think it's the best action series out there right now. I mean, hands down, it's as good as it gets. And uh, John Stowski, I'm really, and the thing is, man, Chad Stowski, the director, I'm still excited for his Ghost of Tsushima movie. Oh, yeah. The director of this is handling the Ghost of Tsushima movie. 
and I'm really curious to see how he does with that because I feel like with his attention to detail when it comes to action, and they are going full-on authentic, like Japanese – I mean, they're going hardcore with this movie. Really excited for them to see that. So Absolutely. I think that's going to be dope. For the next topic, we're obviously going to talk about weird – uh, the Al Yankovic, the Al Yankovic story. It's still hard for me to say it like that. Weird. The Al Yankovic story because it's weird. Al Yankovic kind of bizarre, but put, put, I can't put him on speaker. Uh, guys, trust me. I would love to have him on. Yeah, get him on the phone. <laughs> uh, but there is something with this. Inter- I'm glad. I'm actually kind of glad we figured that out that it's something to do with discord. Um, because now that's, I can kind of isolate. Maybe we'll talk to Drast and figure out why that's cutting out like that. So. Um, but, uh, Tone, uh, this, a weird, the Al Yankovic story is available now on Roku, the Roku channel. And you and I were kind of excited about this because obviously we're big Weird Al guys. We love Weird Al. Weird Al is a part of our childhood. Weird Al is hilarious. He's done some great parody over the years. UHF still is one of the funniest like movies of the eighties. In my opinion, I love UHF. UHF was fucking incredible. I want to get your thoughts, man, on this movie, because this is a biopic. But the twist to it is it's a Weird Al biopic. It's a parody. It has everything that makes all of Weird Al's content, his music, his movies, and it's all pumped into a biopic about Weird Al. And I think from that perspective, that's the best part of the movie. Yeah. And I want to get your thoughts on what we saw here, man. I was clearly super excited, not only because of the reason that it was Weird Al, but Daniel Radcliffe as well, too. I love a lot of the things he's done post Harry Potter. I feel like he's always just trying to just do whatever. I think he's he's just trying to have a good time. He's going to be banking for the rest of his life on Harry Potter just because of that alone. He's he's set. Right. So and as and as he's been out in the world and you're seeing him in interviews, you realize he's a great dude. He's funny. He just likes life, fucks around all kinds of things as well, too. I think. That's a kind of a good way of packaging that cuddles. Listen, I Agreed. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it was not overly funny, I would say. Like you're like, ha, 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 giggle, giggle, laugh, slap. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was enjoyable. It was fun, is what I expected. But it got to the point where it kind of got so long. It kind of, and you said it best, and we kind of agreed on this. Almost overstayed its welcome. Mm-hmm. Like it was weird. It was ridiculous. Absolutely. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's a enjoyable good movie um it's not a great movie it's not anything like you know you, I, I would listen i would watch this again mm-hmm. without a problem i wouldn't have any issues about it yep. um i think just having it being around or just created or whatever you want to say there is 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 perfect enough to enjoy it watch it just have a couple laughs and just realize that it, it literally is is what it was is it's a parody of his actual Life. If you go into this not realizing that he wasn't going to parody himself, mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Maybe do some reading or something else. I don't know. All the fake cameos were absolutely great. All the eighty <laughs> sticks was great. Um, just everything about it was was yes. In that sense, enjoyable as hell. That was my favorite scene. Was when they're at the pool party. The pool party um, was good. The the cast was enjoyable. Even like the the kid from fucking Unbreakable getting another role. The the long haired. Well, kid. he was also yeah, dude. I forgot he was in Break. He's also in um. Uh, Gladiator. He's in. Well, yep. He's in Gladiator, and he was also in uh, Agents of Shield for a little bit while yep. as well there too. So he's played all these really small roles. But like even those little cast, mem- like those those smaller cast roles 
were just good. Like I felt like everybody was actually like all in. Daniel Radcliffe was all in on doing what he did. And you know what? For pseudo looking like him and definitely not sounding like him because it was a little it was a little campy when he was singing like him because you could obviously tell. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. But like he really just kind of dove into the role and was for all intents and purposes. Great, like if you didn't know who Weird Al was or looked at him or anything, you'd be like, oh, that's fucking Weird Al Yankovic, you know? Um, yeah, I, I still enjoyed the movie. You know, I, I wouldn't tell anybody else to just – you know, expect award winning or anything like that, or put this in you know, like your high echelon of comedies. If you like Weird Al, if you enjoy just a satire, a parody, have a good time, chill, and and you know maybe end up on your phone by the end of the movie a couple times. Perfectly fine. It's it's a it's a, it's a good watch, and you may watch it again even as well too. Yeah, no, I don't think this was a forgettable movie. Like no. I've seen, we've seen plenty of forgettable movies this year. This movie was actually, I think, for the first 45, 50 minutes, was actually some very I clever, was some very clever fucking writing. Like it's the way that he kind of wove in that parody with his childhood growing up. Like there were some parts where I was just like, okay, this is getting. I was like, I, like it starts off, we're just like, oh, this must be like a. a yeah. Oh, true biopic, you know, a biopic. Like, okay, we're getting this. But then certain things, like little things, little nuanced things starts happening. You're just like, okay, I mm, see what we're going for. Me. I see what he's doing here, and I'm on board with it. And it was subtle enough where it wasn't over the top. Like, with, with Weird Al, it's always been over the top and just kind of like in your face. Whereas I felt like the first 40 minutes of this was actually fucking brilliant writing. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really Good writing, self-aware humor, mm-hmm. uh, and just some of the twists they put on things. I was just like, dude, this is actually fucking really mm-hmm. good. The scene where Daniel Radcliffe goes yeah, the into the record, the records off, uh, the record label's office, and Weird Al is the other guy, uh, is the record label executive or whatever. And then his buddy, who played McGruber, I can't remember what his uh, name Will is. Will Forte, I think. Is that Will Forte? I think. When he starts laying into Daniel Radcliffe, like, pointing out all of us was like your ugly glasses and your stupid mustache and like weird owls behind the desk going well i you know uh, <laughs> it was so fucking funny because it was so self-aware he's like well i mean let's not say that about it stuff that scene was fucking hilarious i couldn't stop laughing at that scene this movie does have a lot of belly laughs from start to finish there's some good belly laughs mm. but like tone said I think at the point where um it, it, where he kind of he, he ventures off to the cartel, <laughs> even though the scene itself was funny when he finally meets Pablo Escobar, mm-hmm. and and the way that Pablo is portrayed in the movie, it's just ridiculous and funny. But at that point in the movie, I was like, okay, we've kind of moved into like more of a, a shtick comedy, more mm-hmm. of like a, a a skit than than just clever writing. And at that point, I was like, okay, I'm kind of ready for this to get wrapped up. But I felt like it ended on a high note. It was really really good and a good ending. But, like, the first 40 minutes was fucking brilliant. And it just shows that fucking Weird Al, behind, as a writer, still knows how to create some clever shit mm-hmm. that, that, that isn't, that is just, it just makes sense. But at the same time, you're just like, I see what he, I mm-hmm. see what the fuck mm-hmm. he's doing. I love Weird Al Yankovic. Seriously, man, I, I think the guy is a fucking genius. He'll be here after the first of the year at Temple. That's right. I remember they pushed it because of COVID. Oh, shit. We should really go to that. I would really like to go we to that. We should really go to that. I'm a huge fan of it. I thought this movie was good. Uh, there are some parts where I feel like it drags out a little bit, and it could have been short. Hour and 47 minutes. I could think of 17 minutes they could have cut out of this and made it down to an hour and a half, and it would have been a good time. But overall, it was really it was an entertaining film. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe is fucking amazing. 
uh, Evan is it, what's her name? Evan Rachel, Rachel Wood Woods as Madonna is fucking incredible. Yeah, she's a great actress. She is really fucking hilarious as as Madonna. But you've got a lot of great <laughs> cameos in this movie. I mean, Conan O'Brien shows up at the pool scene. And I was just like, is that fucking Conan O'Brien? Uh, I believe that was Keeve from Lonely Island Boys that played Pee Wee. Um, I don't. I it was either Keeve or Yorma, but I'm pretty sure it's Keeve. Um, he, uh, apparently, so I saw the, uh, uh, interview with Daniel Radcliffe and Weird Al and they talked about, I believe again, it was Keeve who, um, wanted to play Pee Wee really bad mm-hmm. and they didn't have the money to like fly him out and the stuff. He paid for his own ticket to go out there and play the character Pee Wee Herman in this. And, uh, Weird Al made a joke. He's like, I think it cost him more than we paid him to actually <laughs> play this role, but he was really excited about it because Weird Al has worked with the Lonely Island boys before. So. You know, two of the three were involved because I think Yorma was in it as well, too, in that pool scene. But, um, yeah, the cameos in that pool scene, my favorite, of course. Jack Black. You know, you clearly saw Conan right away, but Jack Black getting, like, some words in there is playing Wolfman and everything like that. Yeah, yeah I'm all about Who that. Who was the guy from Queen that they brought in? Uh, was it Deacon Jones? Is that remember the the bassist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bassist that no one's ever because usually people talk about either Freddie clearly or well, that's the thing. I was Brian, the guitar player. I was reading about it. Um, they tried to have somebody come in and play Freddie Mercury, but the estate was like, you can't mention him. Right. You know, you can use the music, but you can't mention Freddie Mercury. So they're like, well, we'll get Deacon, and then when he shows up, he's, he goes. On the basis for Quinn, no, he's like, "Who the fuck yeah, are they, you?" They leaned into it. They, they, <laughs> they really leaned, leaned into, into it. it good, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty funny. But there was a lot of great. Yeah, he had uh, uh fucking Alice Cooper sitting there. I think that was actually uh, Yorma that played Alice Cooper. But yeah, good stuff. That that entire scene was great. That's definitely my favorite scene. There, there's the a movie. lot of strong elements to this this mm-hmm. movie. There's some really good laugh out loud scenes. It's just the back half of the movie kind of dragged on. It dragged down a little bit. And but I mean. Like, look, if you like Weird Al Yankovic, if you appreciate his music and his movies, you're going to enjoy this. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll be happy that you watched it. Obviously, Weird Al wrote the fucking thing. He's, a, he's one of the writers. He's one of the producers. And Daniel Radcliffe does a great job at, 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 at being Weird Al. It was an entertaining flick. Is, is it great? No. But it's not one of those ones where I felt like I wasted my time and I appreciated the efforts by everybody involved. Everybody yeah. involved is game. And I can appreciate that, man. It gets me. It gets me out. John Deacon. There you go. Is my f- John Deacon is my favorite member of Queens. Okay. Crash. Good. Good for you, Crash. That's awesome. Um, and then, of course, the guy that played uh, um, Dwight Schrute from The Office. I can't think of his name. Uh, was great. Oh, Rain Wilson. Well too. Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Yeah, I can never remember his name, and it should be able to remember his name. He was Doctor Dementor. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was fucking brilliant, and and looks a lot like the real Doctor Dementor too, which is when they, there's a shot of Doctor Dementor at the end of the movie, and you're just like, wow, they, wow, fucking, they nailed fucking nailed it. Yeah, totally nailed they that. They nailed so. it. I mean, not just by the casting, but I mean everything. Just it's like, yeah, yeah that's Doctor yeah, Dementor for stuff. sure. So, really, really dug this movie. Let us know what you guys think of it. Let us know in the comments. Are you a big fan of Weird Al? Does this movie do, do uh, Weird Al justice? I think it does. And like I said, the first 45, 50 minutes are really, really smart comedy. Yeah. Really, really good writing, and it just shows that Weird Al, he's still got it, man. Agree with that, King Cuddles. I actually really loved the Yokimbo movie or whatever that was. Akimbo, that he did. yeah. That Akimbo. movie was actually fucking over that was the top fucking nuts, man. Ama- yeah, and, he's, and that's what he's doing. He's. I feel like Daniel Radcliffe really is on that same trajectory that Robert Pattinson's on. Yeah. He got shoehorned into these certain roles, and mm-hmm. they kind of got stuck in them. But now they're showcasing their abilities. Like, I can do other stuff. I can be edgy. I can be dark. I can be gritty. Do whatever you want. And I feel like these guys are, like, doing out there, going out there and showing mm-hmm. their range. And I think that's awesome, man. Because, I mean, the guys, I mean, honestly, he's Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson was stuck in the fucking, uh, uh, what are those movies called? You're a fan of them. What? Robert Pattinson? The vampire movies. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, I just feel like they, they the, both of those guys have done a great job at like branching out, like getting away from that and showcasing what they're mm-hmm. really capable mm-hmm. of. And this is another good showpiece for Daniel Radcliffe. And so. I don't know if it's still I, if he's still seeing her, but last last I knew his last girlfriend at least lives in Flint, so he can be sometimes seen in the Flint area. I don't know if that's still. Oh, a thing really? Or not? Oh, yeah, yeah. He dated her for a while, and I don't know if he still is. But you guys can look that up. Um, but yeah, Daniel Radcliffe was dating a girl, a, just a normal everyday person that's not in Hollywood, and she lived in she lives in Flint. She's awesome. from the Flint area. So good people, guy, yeah. good dude, good dude, great. All dude. right, Tone. Moving on to our last topic. Obviously, we talked about it earlier tonight. Um, he did marry her. There you go. He Daniel. He did marry her. Awesome. Okay. Wow, that is freaking sweet. Uh, tomorrow night, Tone, 8 p.m., we're going to be going to check out Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reviews have come out for the movie. They are pretty good, uh, but the one thing that I've read through most of the reviews or most of the consensus is that there is a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. They, they have a lot to juggle. They have to juggle, obviously, the passing of Chadwick Boseman. They have to ch- deal with that side of things. They have to de- they have to work on you know moving the, the MCU going forward. Mm-hmm. They have to work on moving the characters in this mo- in this franchise going forward. Interesting, two other new characters. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on in this movie, and that's that's a tough juggling. Even for somebody as talented as Ryan Coogler, he, great director, it's a tough balance. So we'll be curious to see how that translates when we go see it tomorrow night. I expect this to be a very uh, engaging, emotional movie, um, but I mean, I, I do also expect it to be a a good Marvel movie. I need. I mean, like I said, and that's part of the the struggle of what you're trying to do here. There's a lot going on, a lot of characters, a lot of storylines, a lot of things that they're trying to do. What's your expectations going into this, man? Well, the reviews have been a little bu- bum me out a little bit. I mean, you got to watch out for IGN. I can never understand. I don't. I don't. I don't. They're, they're the weirdest yeah. review thing because they're always the first one. That's why I see them. Yeah. Always the first review I see because it's on fucking you know Facebook right away. And then the com- you go through the comic section, everybody's like, IGN, what the fuck are you guys doing? Will you just shut down? So, um, you motherfucker. Oh, Crash snuck out and saw it. What son a of son a bitch. of a bitch. What a son of a bitch. I can't lie to y'all. I saw this today in case I can't make it to the show tomorrow with the crew. Bring tissues. Okay, okay, okay. Shit, okay, okay. Um, yeah, you're already paid, so you're good if you miss it. I don't care. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I definitely feel like it's going to be emotional. I'm, I think I'm more excited about the Namor thing than I am anything else. Mm-hmm. Just generally as a character being introduced and what that means for the MCU. Uh, in terms of moving the MCU forward, you know, it's been a lot of lateral moves. I think or slow progression moves this, um, this this phase so far. And I, you know, again, I'm one of the few that defend that, uh, but. Um, I have also seen um, some interesting things recently with the Quantum Mania trailer and some of the ways that they think that things are threading with Kang and everything too. That's got me really excited for mm-hmm. um, the fourth Quantum Mania coming out of the first of the year. But I'm, I'm I'm curious because of that. I'm curious to see how this t- intertwines into that because if 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 it does some of the things that some people are speculating, that'll be really exciting. So um, I, honestly, I, I love like listen. Um, the Black Panther movie is still one of my top five favorite MCU films. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible film. Um, I, I I love that film. I love Wakanda just generally. So I'm excited to be in that that area again. But um, I, I just I am a little worried because you you know you say a lot of things going on that can make it so the story also suffers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going in still optimistic, more cautiously optimistic than most. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I felt like going into Thor, the last Thor, I was a little bit more like, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little worried about it because it's too heavy jokey and end up being true. Whereas this, I'm a little bit more, there's more excitement, I think, in that sense. So. Right. No, I, I, I hope it's good. Like I said, I, I love the story that they told in the first Black Panther. I thought it was really, really well done. I love the I love just all the characters. I love the story of, of, of everything about it. It's just, yeah, when you bring in so many things that you have to balance and so many like different storylines you have to make sure that you really get into, mm-hmm. you can lose sight of it because you only have a certain amount of time. You know, you can't sit there and make it a four-hour movie. You got to be able to squeeze it into the right amount of time. So I'm hoping that we'll, uh, you know, I'll walk out of there thinking this was a good tribute to Chadwick Boseman. It's a good way to move the MCU going forward, and it's a good way to keep this franchise moving forward as well. So uh, we're going to go see that tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, so no stream tomorrow night. But uh, you can expect us next Friday or next Wednesday. Wednesday. Live. Live. At Coy's. We're going to Coy's Comics. Once again. And we're going to talk about Black Panther Wakanda we forever. Get Steve and Brandy's thoughts and Wakanda, which in my opinion is more important than our two dumbasses uh, and our opinions, but we will have at that again with them and looking forward to that. So. Really looking forward to next, week, next week's Probably show. Probably be an 8 o'clock show typically because they have long days. So. Yes, we don't want to. So we'll, we'll get out there. And um, where was my invite to Koi's? Didn't you invite Crash to Koi's? Oh, weird. Uh, check snail mail, dude. I don't know how fast that move anymore. Wow, but. I told him to check with you. Are you all allowed to back uh, after? You all are allowed back after the Stranger Things episode? Hell yes. Coys loves I us. I did mention to them that we'll take it easy on the drinking. We're going to go easy on the booze. I'm only going to bring well. three growlers. That's it. That's it. Come on, man. We got to go hard. It's our last episode before Thanksgiving break, yeah, dude. I know, dude. I'm surprised you. We got to go hard. I'm always. Well, after that fucking John Wick earlier, dude, you know, I'm fucking. <laughs> I wonder if he's fucking the kid, Tone. Yeah, Crash. I do remember okay, that. Okay. Jesus Christ. You fucking weirdo. Let it go. Perverts. <laughs> but, Tone, right. that's going to do yeah, it for tonight's it for show. A little bit shorter show. Not a whole lot of content to talk about tonight, but next week we'll have plenty to talk about. Yeah. Um, we'll dive into obviously uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever. Uh, oh my God, I am so sorry. It smells like fucking burnt feet and KY jelly. It smells hot. And whatever the hell else comes up, well, let's talk about. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. I'm trying to figure out what we can talk about because last year I think we talked about our favorite food items. We talked about building our plate for Thanksgiving. Building our plate before we probably did the same. But I feel like we gotta do something a little bit different with Thanksgiving theme. I we'll love talking about fucking together. food. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll do like a bra- oh maybe we'll do a bracket. Hey, cuddles. Let's do a fucking bracket. Most important item for Thanksgiving. Why not? That's a stupid bracket. That's You're a right. dumb bracket. I don't like that bracket. I thought it was fucking sweet. No, not where we're gonna do it, Coys. I don't want to do a bracket while we're Coys. We're gonna have because who knows how long we will be talking for three hours. Well, we can't drink now because you fucking ruined it for everybody. <laughs> it was me. It was you, you oh, son yeah. of a bitch. Oh yeah. Uh, no. So next Wednesday Whatever. we'll be live yeah. from Coys Comics. There won't be a stream this Friday night. Uh, but Monday, uh, I'm going to try to get a review out for Somerville. That drops on Tuesday. Or is that Tuesday the 15th? I think Tuesday's the 15th. count that high. We'll be able to get our review out at 7 p.m. Eastern on Monday. I'm going to play through that this weekend. Really excited to check that game out. I think it looks really cool. Uh, I'll throw the trailer in the Discord so you guys girls can see it. It looks like a, very, a sci-fi type of indie game. Looks really, really cool. So we'll be checking that out, and we'll have our review up on Monday night. Tone? Mm-hmm. The usual housekeeping, sir. First thing, great reminder there, King Cuddles. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. If you know some veterans, please uh, reach out to them and thank them for their service. We do love Veterans Day. I have 
lot of great friends and family members who served in the military. A lot of extra love for people like King Cuddles as well, too. Anhouse if you Beats. are Anhouse Beats, uh, my stepdad, um, I got like a lot of friends out there. So if you are a veteran and have not taken advantage of the fact, and I wouldn't say taken advantage because you do deserve it, get out there and get to those places in public. There are places online that will you can look check out a list and give you free food, free dinner, free whatever it is. Remembrance Please. Day in Canada as well. Awesome. Yeah, Mike's also a veteran Mike's as well, vet. too. So we appreciate you all. Love you guys. Veterans are amazing. We thank you so much for everything you've done for us as well, too. So um, don't forget, on Sunday nights at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time, you can catch King Cuddles with the Cuddles Wrestling Federation. There's a few of you out there who wants to make some people to wrestle. If you've not seen an E-Fed live when it comes to wrestling, you need to go and enjoy. It's a great time. We have fun with that on Sunday nights as well, too. And then, of course, at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, you can always catch Seven Dungeons here and the rest of the crew spinning some yard doing D&D as well, and they bring us in as the unofficial official pre-show, typically for most Wednesdays at 9, as they will stream usually starting around 7 o'clock as well, too. And then, as always, don't forget to catch Half-Ass Beer Review live, not live, excuse me, but with all his content for all your craft beer reviews, beer reviews, all the fun stuff he does on YouTube as well, too. So Next Sunday is B&B Bash, next too. Next Sunday is B&B Bash, too. It's a, it's a pay-per-view at CWF for Banter and Babble, so be there for that. So, you know, shout-out to you guys for always being here and supporting us as well, too. We super appreciate that. So um, always, always give all that love there. So, no, as always, we thank you for being here. Please, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share us, all that social media stuff that you guys do helps us we appreciate that that word of mouth is huge for us i always say if you know a family member or a cousin or a friend or somebody who might enjoy your content just as much as you do maybe they're just super fans of video games or movies and nerds as well like the rest of us let them know about us show them hey guess what we're available on youtube twitch facebook at times as well too when we load her up there uh, uh all all streaming services that you can listen to spotify icloud anchor uh, probably some crazy fucking thing in the middle Pacific that we don't know about even as well, too. So we're everywhere, baby. We are everywhere. We're international. We are everywhere. And one last thing, we're also just going to make sure that we start saying this more frequently just to shout it out loud because we are only months away from the Midland Mall Comic Con coming up Hype. here in March. We are very, very excited about that. So if you're going to be in the area and can make it into the area, we'll probably do some, you know, B&B hangout either the Saturday or Sunday night or something like that. We'll figure something out. You know, come hang out with us. We'll be streaming live for two days here right on Twitch as well. So, um, of course, Seven Dungeons will be rolling dice with anybody as well. So thank you. As always, we cannot thank you enough and appreciate the amount of support you guys share. Some of you guys are here, you, you know, week in, week out. You're out there doing the things that we can't uh, also have time to do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. The guy fucking nails it. Jay Hill, I hope you roll gutter balls on that, bro. Yeah, we didn't win the power, but we did a, we did a fucking – we did a Powerball, a community post. Dude, I was on everything, it? dude. At work, at home, Man, everything. And some motherfucker in California. Probably a millionaire. Motherfucker. In Sacramento. That was fun. I, I want to point out, I have never, ever, ever even bought a fucking tear You off had to, dude. It was 1.9 I know. And they were like, hey, should we do a fucking... Um, Pot, what do they call them? The, those uh, Powerball pot? I don't know. Yeah, fuck, whatever, pot, Powerball. Whatever. Lottery and, and pot. Cut, yeah, and, and Cuddle said, hey, let's do this in the Discord. And 
you know, obviously it's all my people. So what I do, I got involved. I bought uh, five tickets. Never did it before. You guys wasted me uh, my time and give me some money back for that. So fuck you guys. That's why I don't. That's why I don't gamble. But no. It was cool to be involved in that, to actually do that for the first time, but unfortunately, we still don't win. But One thing that I do want to mention that's going on this weekend. Fucking ridiculous. It is hype for the King Cuddles Fantasy Football League. I am number one, and I'm going up against number two, Team Killer. Who's Team Killer? I don't know. Who is Team Killer? Is that Miz? It's not Miz, is it? No, because Miz is the Miz. Oh. Miz's team or some Who shit. Who is Team yeah. Killer? Who's Team Killer? Yeah, Lottery Pool. Thanks, Trick. Yeah, I yeah. am fucking hyped, dude. Tricky. Oh, yeah, buddy. you're going up against that baby bag bitch. Locking horns. All right, all right. Locking horns of Trickster. Oh, shit. You you got your fucking. It's number one versus number two. Oh, shit. In the league, baby. I'm going to go home and take a number two. I'm telling you right now, Trick, you're going down. You're fucking going down. Your points leader don't mean shit. You're going down. You might be right, the points leader. I'm the record leader, baby. Yeah. And I will continue to be the record leader after this weekend, my friend. I'm getting that fucking belt. That belt is dope. It is dope, but I'm going to wear it. I can't wait. I'm going to wear it right here on the show. Yeah. I'm staying up with my fucking belt. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. That is going to do it for today. Man, shut up. Trick. That was a fucking fluke. I hadn't figured out my squad yet, but that was before <laughs> Kenneth Walker grew a pair and turned into the best running back in the league. He, well, I mean. You're going down, baby. Kenneth Walker. You're going down. But that's going to do it for tonight's show. We appreciate each and every one of you tuning in tonight on a Thursday night. Not typically a Thursday night, but we appreciate you being here no matter what. For Fanboy Tone, I'm the Dude 79. Everyone have a great weekend. We'll be back Wednesday night, 9 p.m., 8 p.m. at Coy's Comics. Power. It's going to be a great show. Good night, everybody.